Hey, Mike. Hey, Sean. And we're we're Nerd Sense, and you're watching the Bearded Hops podcast. Hey, pass me a beer. Look, at least promise me you won't drink. Alcohol always leads to trouble. Hey, who wants to play Drink the Beer? Right here. <laughs> you win. All right, what do I win? Another beer. Just have a cup of coffee. Bear it is. Coffee? Beer. I'd kill for a beer. <gasps> Cheap beer and a sympathetic ear. Step right up. I... Chad, Chad, you're Oh, on. are we on? Hey. <laughs> hey, what's your going turn, on? Chad. Your oh, turn. I was watching the YouTube feed rather than the... <laughs> <laughs> the broadcast studio. Of course you do. <laughs> hey, welcome everybody. It's uh, Wednesday, so we're back for another episode of the Beard Hops Podcast. I'm Chad, and down in North Chicago is Adam and Jakey. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing great, Chad. Getting ready for some of Bears oh, action. Boy. The Packers Already action. We're going to start off with that right away. Moving on, moving on. I put, I put my hat on only because I saw you were wearing the Bears hat. So. <clears throat> Gosh. <laughs> Oh, welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> As Adam adjusts his camera. Yeah. Adam is uh, Adam's a little under the weather tonight, but he's doing a good job acting like he feels yeah. good. Aww. Drugs, baby, drugs. And uh, Jake looks about as bad as he ever does. And <laughs> I love that he kept the tradition going with that intro. Awesome. Good job, Chad. <laughs> and tonight we have the Alewives with us. This is uh, uh, Fury and... Uh, Test. Uh, karma. Karma. I was gonna. I, I just knew it started with a K. Karma and Fury from the yeah. Alewives podcast. That's why that's I was. Us. That's why we let him do the intros. He usually remembers names. I don't know what his problem is today. But. He's no, usually had, articulating last names. I was. Too. I wanted to say Cammy for some reason. I'm like, that's not right. No. Karma and Fury. Welcome to the show. Would have been funny if you would have said. Hey, that. thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, thanks for doing this, guys. And um, sorry, Chad, I interrupted you. Go ahead, finish what you usually do. No, 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 no. no if no, you have no, something special to say. Nope, nope. I was going to step on your toes and do your part of the show, but go ahead. Oh, well, before we talk about what we're drinking tonight, I'm going to show we've before. got new stickers. Oh, new stickers. Ooh. Ooh. So if anybody wants a sticker, let us know. Put it back can... up there. Put it back oh. up there. I was on the big screen. There we go. I love your cartoon logo. It's really great. Thank you. My that daughter My daughter yeah. actually drew those. No shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. She is an amazing, amazing artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And free. So, yes, yes. <laughs> so that's part of all of it. Ah, yeah. So, one. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, before we get into uh, interviewing each other, we go around the room here and say what we're drinking. I'm drinking, uh, I'm starting off something fairly boring, but I've had uh, a little over a bottle of wine already. And, uh, <laughs> nice. Wow. Uh, Brittany's passed out on the couch. And, a little <laughs> so I'm starting off with a Lakefront Pilsner, the Lakefront Pils. Oh, Lakefront. Ooh. Very nice. Nice. Jake's being distracted, so so we'll go on. We'll go on to the wives, the old wives here. What do you guys? What do you guys chug a lugging over there? Um, I'm drinking a trade bait by Eleven Below. It's a oops, uh, uh, double dry hopped IPA. It's a limited release, and the brewery is actually right on the street. That was that was part of my beer haul. So Fury's taking that off my hands. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm drinking a Texas Goldenbach. From oh wait, I can do this. There we go. From Southern Star, uh, it's another nice. local out of Conroe, just north of Houston. Um, they make some pretty solid beers. That's a new one, and it's pretty damn delicious, actually. I'm Sweet. a fan of Box. That's uh, yeah. I, I love the my Box and and uh, what's the other one? The uh, shit. 
All right, cool story. Jake, what are you drinking? This is what happens when I drink half a bottle of wine before I get started on the podcast. Did you say the shit? Doppelbach. That's what I was looking for. Doppelbach. Oh, yes. Doppelbach is excellent. Too late. Nobody cares now. Jake? Uh, Well, okay. I just want to preface this by saying. Oh, boy. Is it a Coors Light? No, no. It's not a Coors Light. I was out this weekend, or actually, I was out on Monday. (laughs) Truly? And Beer Bazaar was closed. My favorite. Single bottle, single can place. So I just went to a liquor store that was open, and I don't know. They had a new IPA from Goose Island, which usually I only drink there. Oh, you went for the goose. I mean, it was probably made, you know, right next to Bud Light. I don't know. (laughs) It's fermented in a. Drinking a St. Louis beer. It's pretty good, actually. (laughs) My choices were limited. All right, I am drinking uh, the Northeast Hero. Oh, I almost went for that. My yeah. second one tonight's. It's their newer, their new Northeast style IPA. It's not bad. It's uh. Oh, we didn't pull a second one. Tasty as hell. <laughs> well, we <laughs> do. It's in the fridge. Oh yeah, it's just cooling. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a second. We one always take time for beer breaks. If you want to grab, oh, one. Not, a big, not a big deal. Always. Requirement at this point. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so is everything you guys are drinking is that uh, all regionals? Yes. Uh, well, no, Goose, right. Goose first... Island's owned by Avian. <laughs> oh, yes. Grab, Goose so. Island is right. Their name is regional. They started regional. Yeah, exactly. Right. Lake, well, we Lakefront have a is, yeah, Lakefront is Milwaukee, so I'm I'm drinking a local. Milwaukee. Nice. Yes. And I'm in, Mil- in the Milwaukee area, if you guys didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I, I gather for work periodically. Mm-hmm. We'll have to cool. check out Lakefront. Yeah. We'll have to Lakefront go there. Oh, is... it's great. We interviewed their owner if you want to go back and watch that one. It's, he's a really cool guy. Yeah, Russ the place is The place is awesome. Ru- Russ so. is awesome. He was, and it's it's probably, it is probably the best brewery tour we've ever been on. Yeah. Really? Awesome. Yeah. yeah. They, have, they, have so a regular, they have a regular and a technical, and the technical kind of gets to more of the technical aspects of brewing. So right. you guys homebrew, right? Uh, we have. I don't okay. know if I would call us no. homebrewers just yet. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. You'll still get, you'd, you'd love the technical tour then because it gets kind of into yeah. it. They're hilarious and you get a yeah. drink throughout the entire tour. So you're pretty much toasty by the end of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Love it. Yeah. There was one out. I learned it was closed just this last weekend called Petternalis uh, out in Hill Country that the guy who did the tour was hysterical and like he would. Um, he would throw tokens if you got questions right and stuff like this. And it was just this very like party atmosphere the whole time. Just this little microbrewery, but he had lots of history about beer. And, and it was just a really fun, like educational as well as learning about the brewery. And you got more beer out of it. Yeah. So a, a token counted for beer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, yeah. I don't know how. So maybe that's a thing that Texas does. Yeah, I've never <laughs> there heard are of real, tokens for beer. Though. Yeah. There are real weird laws. Um, or have been up until just the first of September. Yeah, they changed yeah. beer laws on September first. Um, but yeah, you couldn't purchase a beer at the bar. You could purchase a glass, and they would give you tokens. All of them, almost all of them, used like a like just those round medallion like tokens, and you could go up and get tastings with the token, like free tastings. You weren't purchasing. The beer from the bar. You're, you're purchasing the glass <laughs> and the and the pieces of whatever plastic medallions, and then yep. you could, yeah, anyway, you redeem them for a beer. So that's at the bar. A really common experience all throughout Texas, generally. So now that changed as of September first too, with like the carryout law and everything like that. The right? beer to go and all beer that. Beer to go. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't, you know, it's it's really strange because some breweries could already do that, but it's because they had a license that was specific to brew pubs. Yep. And I think some of the earlier ones just <clears throat> that wasn't an option or they didn't have it or they whatever. I don't I don't know the specifics, but um yeah, I don't know if the token system will change. It's I feel like it's it'd be almost sad. <laughs> it's like part of the experience now. It's, it's part of Texas. Fun. You pay for entry, you get a glass, you get a token. Yeah, or a few tokens. Usually. Then you accumulate tokens, and then when you find them in oh, the bottom yeah. of your bag, you're like jackpot. <laughs> I still have one for five one two in Austin. Not one. I have a. a I have a. I have a handful, handful of them. <laughs> to five one two. So next time I go, I'm drinking for free. So hell yeah. Yeah. One, one of our good friends uh, moved down to Dallas, and the first time uh -huh. I went to to visit him, we went to breweries, and you couldn't. And I'm like, well, I'm going to fill a growler and take it with me, right? Well, no, we can't nope. do that. And I'm like, what the hell? So then I came home, and we all kind of deep dove into the Texas back-assward beer laws. Yeah. And yeah, we've, we've talked about that several times on the show because we're like, what the hell's wrong? With this? I should go back and find those episodes, honestly, because even living here, I, I, I never delved into the so specifics. Confusing. I knew that some had a brew pub license, and so they, like, they could do crowlers yeah. and growlers and all that, and some couldn't. It's basically geared toward the people who had the money to open up a restaurant and a brewery. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. And they were fighting to keep it the same as it was so they could, you know, keep that advantage. But yeah, I'm not sure even how much of an advantage it is. I feel like there was enough, uh, there was enough research to show that you're not really gaining that much by keeping other people. Like these breweries are so hyper local, right? Most yeah. of them. They're just real small. They only, they really only serve their neighborhood, not even, the city, like the city is huge. Houston is huge. <laughs> so like you have, I don't know, we have upwards of 55 breweries, maybe close to 60 now. And they're all just very, very localized. Not all, but most of them are very, very localized. Well, I mean, it's great business for, to, to keep it local like that, not to worry about distributorship. But as long as you've got the, the customers coming to pay and buy your beer, yeah, keep mm -hmm. it as local as possible. And most of them, no, I, no, let me not speak for anybody. Many of them <laughs> seem to really want that. <laughs> Like that's, that's what, that was their aim is to build this, this little community in their neighborhood to serve this area. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we want to learn a little bit about you too. So let's, uh, you, you two pick whoever wants to talk first. Tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> no, no, look at me. About <laughs> yourselves. Uh, like what do you do for, for work? And then we can talk beer and how okay. you got into, uh, into the AWAS, AWAS podcast. All right. Um, I'm Fury. Uh, my actual name is Aaron. Uh, during the day, I'm a site manager for a biologicals company. So we make a, like a fungicide, a biological fungicide. We actually have a, an office in Milwaukee. Uh, cool. Yeah. So I do that during the day and I usually drink beer and roller skate pretty much in my <laughs> free time. <laughs> are you the roller derby girl? We both are. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. both are. Okay. Yeah. Is that your roller derby names? Carmen? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, mine is Marie Fury because I started off as a scientist at my job. And I'm Karmakazi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. So, yeah, I'm Karma. Oh, oh. Whoa. <laughs> look out. <laughs> Don't mess with those lights. We joked that that would happen. Yeah, we did make a joke that that would happen because that seems right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so you have some ambient lighting um, the bearded hops podcast 
technical difficulties. Yeah. That's it's like it special effects. I like it. <laughs> That'll fall again in a few minutes. Well, my living room is really dark. Have another jolt. Yeah, it is. So anyway, uh, yeah, Karma is what I go by. Um, my name is Candice. I work in corporate relations for a university, so I help manage the relationship between the university and corporations for research and funding of all sorts here in town. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to kind of know this, the origin story of Alive. Yeah. How did you guys get in? How did you guys start a podcast and how how that all get going? Yeah. So we met in roller derby Mm -hmm. um, and pretty much instantly hit it off and realized we had a lot in common, but mainly beer (laughs) at first. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And frankly, I, I mean, I have a lot of lady friends who love beer, but still it seems kind of rare, especially in the way that we both enjoy it. Um, or to the degree that we both enjoy mm-hmm. it. So we had that for a long time. Um, and it all came to a bit of a head. <laughs> <laughs> we were uh, in your car. Yes. We were in my car. We were, I don't know, going shopping or yeah, something. Yeah, we were shopping. And I had um, been listening to a podcast that was at least partially about beer. And I found myself getting increasingly frustrated, wondering why I was even listening to it. Um because ultimately the beer part was really small. It was always almost argumentative. And they would, the guy who was into beer would like start describing a beer and telling a backstory, but he would never give a lot of information. And I was like, man, that sounds really cool. I want to know more. And then it, it really hit a wall when they just couldn't let go of this idea of like a girl beer and like a manly beer. (laughs) And it was making me crazy every time they would mention some super sweet lactose fermented fruity pastry stout oh, that's a so that's female a beer, beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a cider or a cider or a girl drink yeah, yeah and yeah, i was lady, just, ladies don't don't drink normal beers they just drink the fruity the yeah obviously so. Yeah. so i got so frustrated and i think i was like yelling at you in I the car <laughs> i was like <laughs> so mad and I was just like you know I found this really I wanted to know more about that beer because I we do love it so much and we, we're not in the industry and we like we have a lot of knowledge between us I think but there's just so much and anyway so I'm like ramping myself up and she finally just looks at me and is like we could do it better <laughs> yes and I just looked at her and yes. I said do not fuck with me <laughs> because we could totally do this better and so thus ale lives was born that's awesome out of righteous indignation i love it yeah, yeah. and ale wives is a fairly new podcast this year right yes. back in march it was your first episode yeah we have 11 episodes out yeah. <laughs> we're, we're babies it's nice. going good though yeah i good. think so we're we not have... sick of it yet so yeah. <laughs> no. It'll happen. We get sick of it. We take a couple week break, and then we're like, then we message you there, like, we need to do it again. All right, let's go. We're, all yeah. we're, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we do it every other. Downs. We release episodes every other week, which kind of helps us out, right? We can do a couple in a week if we're if we have the time and we're feeling it, and then sort of backlog those. Yep. Um, which gives us a little wiggle room, I think. Mm-hmm. And usually, if we're both feeling really tired, and we're like, ugh fine whatever let's just do this <laughs> by the time we sit down and start talking it's just always fun again and so yeah. it's energizing and enjoyable that's what we find as well and we gotta show some comments here denny cracked open the houston hazy 
Nice. Thanks for hanging with us, Denny. And then uh, my wife. That is awesome. I love these girls. That's my wife right there. Saying, hi. We oh, love hi. you too. She, she's, awesome watching, to she's watching on her iPhone over in the bedroom right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. It. We can get comments. I know. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a cool little feature of this whole thing we started using. So, well, that's cool. Um, I, I love the idea that we can do it better. Um, yeah. was it, wasn't it Central Waters, those guys? That was like their theme. They're like, we can do this better when they started yep. brewing. They're like, oh, yep. we can do better than this. And they, nice. that's kind of the model they, they went by. So, no, I think it's a, a good place to start from. Yeah. And we had an I- idea. Like, we wanted to learn. We wanted to learn, <clears throat> but we wanted to make it accessible for women who really don't feel that it is because it is so still so dominated. And this is going to be the conversation for a long time, but so dominated by men. Um, that it can feel really unapproachable to a woman who has been told all her life that oh, it's a it's a dude drink. Yeah. Um, and they don't really venture out into the breweries and they don't really give them a try because it's overwhelming. I mean, when you have like 30 taps on a wall, what the hell are you supposed to do with that? And the, and then what they call them, you have no idea what they're talking about. Exactly. For a lot of people are like, what's a, a IPA? What's an IPA? I don't understand what that is. Exactly. <laughs> So a lot of what our first episode was about IPAs, our first like three <laughs> episodes were about IPAs. We kind of delved into the history because there's some, uh, you know, myth around it. Yeah. And then we talked about the style and we tasted and we're learning about how to taste beers and what that process is. I hear one of you are um, getting ready for Cicerone, right? Adam's working on it. Yeah, Ooh. I just I did, did the beer. Level. I did the beer server one. Yeah, it's uh, nice. awesome. And I'll probably spend the next year of my life studying for the next one. But no, yeah. you said six months. Now it's out to a year. Oh, already. it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> be realistic. I'm the king of procrastination, so a year is good for me, right? So, yeah. And then episode awesome. two, you guys talked about IBUs. We, we did. did. So we love your IBUs. shirt. The IBUs don't matter. IBUs. Yes. Yes. I laughed uh, out loud when I saw that. That's an early, what is it, season two, season one? Yeah. It was one that of was those episodes. Back. Early. <laughs> that was early. Yeah, we drank some high IBU beers and they one tasted really smooth, not bitter at all, and one was extremely bitter, and we're like, wait a second, they're both the same IBUs. Then we're mm-hmm. then Jake's mm-hmm. Jake's infamous now. IBUs don't matter. I love so. it. That was sort <laughs> of our conclusion too. We were like, I mean, fine. Look at it. Maybe it'll help you, but really, they don't. They don't matter to the consumer. They matter for the breweries. They matter for yeah. them to to gauge mm-hmm. consistency, like quality stuff. control, but right? For, yeah, for, yeah. For, for consumer side of it, consistency. Yeah, consumer but they marketed it so much. It's well, because there was, there was that huge. Yeah, I agree. That huge IBU craze. You know, when the when IPAs, well, they're still big, but when IPAs are all the craze people trying to get more IBUs, more IBUs, more yeah. IBUs, you know, and they could put on their, their thing. The old, that was an IBUs. Like that doesn't even, that's not, that's not, not a thing. thing. The IBU rush. Yeah. Well, Dogfish yeah. had, a, according to Sam Calgione, he's got the highest ever at 600 something. Uh-huh. Whoa. Look how big your IBU is. Right. But he drives a sports car too. Sure, it's <laughs> you know a great beer. Backed up truck. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> he drives yeah. a sports car. <laughs> <laughs> is that your red Corvette out there, buddy? Huh? What are you, what are you compensating for, guy? He probably huh? has matching gloves and a hat. With there it. you go. 
<laughs> Joey we'll from Friends with all the we, Porsche gear. When we finally, <laughs> we'll finally get Sam the on the boxes. podcast. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll take all this back when he finally comes on the podcast. We'll buy yeah, it. Yeah, right. montage <laughs> of all the jokes about We it. never meant it. <laughs> we didn't mean <laughs> what we said, Sam. We are just joking. <laughs> Come on our podcast, Sam. <laughs> that won't happen. <laughs> so someday. When did someday. you guys start doing these? these interviews i, I haven't y- y'all have a much larger back catalog <laughs> than we do i wasn't skip able to get season, skip season one okay. except, for few, <laughs> except for a few episodes where we just got completely drunk and oh yeah the there were, there were oh, that a couple of, those were a blast yeah there there's a couple episodes where chad came to my house and we said my downstairs office at that time and did three episodes in one day and yeah, I just got blitzed by the got third one. By the, th- <laughs> by the third one was just like, what are we doing? Oh, uh, yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> um, it's hilarious. When, what I was the question? Totally oh, well, when did we start interviewing? You... Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Chad. Uh, well, it was just this season. Well, actually, was it, the, it was the end of season two. Yeah, midway point, maybe, end of season two, something Yeah, towards like the end of yeah. season two, we interviewed uh, Grant Pauley from uh, Three Sheeps Brewery in Sheboygan. And uh, pretty much ever since then, which was what back in March or April, something like that is uh, it's been interviews pretty much every week other than uh, maybe a sessions or some live streams here and there. So just this year, fairly, fairly recently within the last six months or so. How are you started. liking that switch up? So this is like more technical podcasting talk. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. We got sick of reviewing beers. Yeah. We, 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 we were reviewing the same beers. thing. Yeah. You know, it doesn't like, really matter to anybody except for us. That's yeah. what we kind of realized. We kind of came to the realization like, okay, if I, I label this a four, Chad labels it a, a three, and Jake labels it a five, who gives a shit? Like, everybody's opinion is going to be different on what this beer tastes like. And because craft beer is so regional, right. you're probably it's, not going to get this beer. Yeah, <laughs> so. why is somebody going to listen to a podcast about a beer they can't get about a rating they don't care about? Yeah. Right. So, well, I listened to your Greg Avola uh, interview, and the conversation y'all had before about untapped and ratings was cracking me up the whole time. Yeah. That, was, that was pretty funny. I, I still like untapped personally. I like to track it because I forget all the beers Same. I have. Right. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, like it for, I, I like it for that reason, yeah. for sure. I can't tell you how many times I was about ready to buy something, and then I look at it, and I'm like, whoa, I had this before, and I gave it a two. I was so mad. It so it's Oktoberfest it season and Oktoberfests are one of my, I love seasonals, but Oktoberfests are one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And I went to a bottle shop and I picked up one that I was like, Oh, I've never seen this before. I don't even know this brewery. And I like grab it. I've had several of their beers. <laughs> I had definitely had this Oktoberfest and not liked it before, <laughs> but I, I got home and I opened it up and I poured it and I'm all excited and I drink it. I'm like, Oh, Oh God. Damn it. All right. Well, and if I would have just taken the two seconds to check untapped, then I would have avoided buying a crap beer that I already didn't like. But going, so yes, going to that, a bottle like, shop with Jake is is fun because he scans everything. <laughs> he just, his, you walk in the door, he tips his phone out. Yeah, he has untapped. He's a boop. <laughs> oh, I do that too, though. I, it's just fun. I, I feel like I'm at like a library or something. I just like I need to. <laughs> Like I could spend okay, hours. Hang just on. Picking out my When's beer. the last time you were at a library? Well, I took my <laughs> kids there. <laughs> right. I didn't get anything. I was expecting <laughs> beer, but beer. I don't understand. Before we get too far off of Untapped, uh, Carmen Fury, oh, do you want to give out your Untapped info if anybody wants to? Yeah, the wife is asking for it. Sure. <laughs> um, I got to look what up what mine is. Yeah, so you can find us. We don't actually use our Alewives one all that much, <laughs> so maybe don't look at that one. But we have one that's Alewives underscore pod. 
Uh, mine is the underscore dice, D-I-C-E. Um, that's my other nickname. <laughs> dice. Right. So, um, and mine is Aaron Bagel, A-A-R-O-N-B-A-G-E-L. That's my other nickname. Yeah, I hope she finds us. That'd be great. I should probably double check and make sure I'm giving her the right. I think you are. I think so too. Yeah. She I just ran, she just she came in the room to sit here and then she just ran out. I think she went to get her phone so she could. Oh, oh okay. It's like, oh, where'd she go? She won't. She won't allow me to put Adam, her on. Put her on a mic. Put her on. She a mic. will not let me turn the camera on her at all. So. Oh, no. How come? Well, mic her. She doesn't have to be on the camera. <laughs> I get it. I really do. I totally oh, understand. Yeah, we were no, like, oh, I'm shit, like... we're going to be on a camp. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the other thing. When we, when Chad and I first started the podcast, we were just going to do audio. And then I started seeing all these beer people on YouTube. I'm like, you know, we could do YouTube, too. And then it's like, well, great. Now I could brush my beard. And yeah, right. Put a clean shirt on. <laughs> we were just saying, they don't think about this shit. Like, they're not worried about. They're just, like, getting on the camera. So I Me actually feel too. better knowing that you, like groom a little my, my wife my wife does my makeup before every show <laughs> yeah. we, we kind of, we a little green corrector for the red oh, under the i love it so my untapped is actually just the dice like all one no word. underscore yeah no underscore okay yeah and then uh i'm trying to talk her into it i'll be right back kids talk about yourself <laughs> yeah the dice <laughs> the dice yeah candace louisiana yeah that's me uh, i don't live in louisiana anymore but that's where i'm from and then what was the other one? Aaron Bagel, A A R O N Bagel. It's yeah, my other nickname for when I was a kid. Bagel. <laughs> yeah. Like bagel, like the food. Yes, yeah. like the delicious. What other bagel is there, Chad? Aaron Yagel. <laughs> That's me. Texas. That's All right, me. I, got, I got you guys both for a request of Sweet. Sweet. Awesome. I'm pretty proud of my untapped at this point. When I hit a thousand, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Now I'm, <laughs> I think I'm reaching up to 1300 somewhere. Oh, I like your username. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Chadillac? That's, yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> that's really the only thing that I use Chadillac on anymore. Everything else is Wisco Boater, but. Uh... Boater. I like it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, hobby? Un unt yeah. Oh, yeah. Boats are kind of a. Yeah. I spend way too much money on boats. Uh oh. <laughs> untapped is uh yeah i reached i you're you've got are you talking uh, total check-ins or unique check-ins at 1300 unique check-ins yeah so i'm just a little over 1100 but i was the same way when i reached a thousand i'm like i've arrived yes <laughs> yeah oh i'm at 664 unique beers yeah keep, keep it going I only, i've been doing I only... it for pretty religiously for a while i have a friend in el paso who uh shout out roman martinez <laughs> he um <laughs> he and i met here in houston through beer, essentially, because we both have a love for it. And and it's like a competition with him. I'll never, ever catch up, but it's like, <laughs> I will check in every single beer. I always forget. I've got a list on my phone in the notes section of all the stuff that I had at the beer festival that oh, I need to check shit. in. Yeah. It's like 30-something beers. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot. The unique check-ins are what I am what I really go for. If, if it's like this Pilsner I've had, I've I had this many, many times. I, I, don't, I don't check it in. But yeah. Mm -hmm. It's only the unique stuff that I that I try to keep that number going up. I'm like that with my shiner. I don't really check it in every time. Oh God, if I checked it in every time I drank it. <laughs> I like shiner. I like shiner Bach. Yeah, and, uh, nice. they've got a they've got a good uh, Christmas a, a Christmas ale or mm -hmm. Christmassy ale. I forget what it's called, but it's it's really good. 
They um, just finished up their Ruby Red Bird, which is like a grapefruit, and it's just so light and uh, it's so good. It's like 95 calories too, so they're kind of on that that low cal bandwagon, but it's still like just a good beer for sure. Cool. Uh, I just got a message from Adam that their internet went down. Oh no! <clears throat> so I was wondering on why second. he disappeared. Uh, I was like, "Damn, she really didn't want to be on that camera." <laughs> <laughs> He's calling me. Hold on a sec. Oh yeah. Should oh, we get boy. another beer while we wait? Oh, that's yeah. probably a good idea. Beer break. Beer break. Beer break. What do you want? Uh, Oktoberfest. Yeah. Or do you want to split the ridiculous AF? You need to finish that. I, I'll be done by the time you get back. Okay, we'll drink the ridiculous. All right, AF. sounds good. We'll keep talking, and uh, yeah, they just took a break. Hey, I hear him. Or something. So. Okay, but. Oh, I like the can art with the flank. All right, he's working on it. So he'll be back Sweet. and we can just kind of hang out and chill and uh, yeah, keep talking, keep going with the interview you if you want to. Chill like Pig. What's that? This is what? Pig the cat. <laughs> He's a giant boy. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, 18 pounds. He's huge. At least, yeah. He's a massive kitty. He's my buddy. So can I ask a really stupid question? Please. Can you tell me more about roller derby? Like how physical is it? Do people get hurt? Oh, I wish I could show you my bruises. <laughs> I was going to say, how bruised up do like, you get? I've watched like shows about it, but I've never watched like it for real. Yeah. Um, I don't have any bruises currently, but i am almost always got fingerprint bruises on my arms. Um, Your tailbone is currently I've got pretty a, busted. I think a broken tailbone. Oh, jeez. <laughs> At least you, intensely bruised. At least you elbow? Bruised. No, no, you're not allowed. You're not to. supposed to, hey, buddy. Does it happen? Mean, yeah, it have mostly accidental, not usually on purpose. Sure, it was an accident. Sure, it was an accident. I mean, when you're in a melee, it's really like, as you've described it, being in a, a, a pinball, pinball machine, machine. You're just being like thrown back and forth, all kind of at one time. Plus, trying to keep your eye on where the jammer is and where your blockers are, and you know. So, uh, if an elbow's thrown here and there, it's kind of like, if it's egregious, it'll get called. If it's accidental, it probably won't. Yeah, it depends on the ref. I'll be <laughs> like, it's on the ref. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let that one go. It's very physical, though. I actually, I, I okay. um, took a long respite. I'm only just getting back because I broke my arm and had to go through a couple surgeries with plates and stuff. So oh. it can be an intense. Did you and break that your wasn't arm even playing? like in a game. That was like at practice. At practice. <laughs> oh. So, um, and I mean, honestly, for me, it was just mostly bad gear, but. Mm -hmm. It's uh yeah, it's a very physical mm -hmm. sport. It is full contact for sure. Do you it have is... do you have that commercial down there that's uh the roller derby girls where they're they're talking about you know not drinking and driving, but they're like drink and skate? Not gonna do that. And no, then they show them in a car. Idea. Drink and drive? No way. No, yeah, well, seen this commercial? I've never seen that. No. <laughs> yeah, it's a roller That's derby amazing, commercial. That's amazing, though. <laughs> and uh, good advice. Drinking is, and skating yeah. is also a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, there are, I mean, it's certainly been known to happen that, like, little pub crawls will happen on skates, but... Uh, uh, <sighs> do you, you skate outside of roller derby? Um, you can. No, I, mean, I do. I do. <laughs> I do. We, oh, for, like, fun, we do. So yeah. we'll go, like, trail skating. There's a garage i mean yeah sure there's outdoor skating people skating skate i just all go the time. and skate around the skating rink yeah hmm. um but as far as uh your league and my league like they're indoor mm -hmm. oh, so it's also a... not 
what we skate is flat track derby. It's not bank track. So bank track is probably what you've seen in the movies where it has that, you know. Yeah. Um, We actually skate flat track. So it's just like a like a hockey like floor. Okay. Hmm. Um, On quads still. but. And you still kick Mm -hmm. the shit out of each other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Arguably, excuse me, arguably more um, (laughs) because like a uh, bank track, although the hits can be really intense because there's so much momentum happening. Um, I don't know. There's, there's a lot more like slamming into a wall in flat track. It's not, it doesn't have to move. It doesn't have to keep moving so fast to keep on the track, you know? So okay. you get a lot of like solid walls of, of butts. very solid butts <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and backs. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's pretty demanding. Yeah. It's it's really fun though. It's it's quickly taken over most of my life. So, <laughs> well, Fury, if um, I can convince her, might try out for our local like home teams instead of just the rec league stuff. I'm thinking Ooh. about it. I'm putting it out there for I'm everybody so it. that maybe <laughs> I've got I've got the little card here. We have a game coming up in three weeks, two weeks on the 21st. It's our championship game. Ooh, wait, hey. where is it? Any Houston folks? Houston hey, folks. There you go. go check them out. <laughs> yeah. Go buy tickets. I'm going to pour this one up. Yeah. All right. We're going to get our next All beer. All right. We're switching beers. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I want to smell. That is so you much peanut butter. It. Holy shit. So this is, a, this, this is a... This is a... Woo. Peanut butter, chocolate... It's a peanut butter, chocolate, imperial, I think. <laughs> Oh, sorry. It's a. It is from Saloon Door, which is a Houston brewery. This is definitely in the pastry stout category. Yeah. Um, I oh, really God. love peanut butter beers, though. That's like one of my. I really love them. I haven't I had enough why. good ones. I, I I've had a couple. Here, let me finish that off. Yeah. Here. Um, I've had a really good one from Renegade. Oh Renegade? yeah. Oh, There's nice. a place um, called the Texas Beer Refinery down south of here that does a really great like pale peanut butter lager that's incredible mm. um i had one just the other day out in hill country from guadalupe brewing that was pretty good really strong on the peanut butter what was great is the the bartender was like you know this is paired really well with our blackberry mead Ooh. so we got mm. a little taster of the blackberry mead and like played around with like okay if you take a big swig of the peanut butter and just a little bit of the mead and like playing with we should have mixed them completely but yeah it tasted like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich it was insane weird <laughs> yeah, that was fun it does it sound fun. fun oh this is the wow hmm. gotta check it in it it smells like i'm going to drink peanut butter yeah it does <laughs> So if we come back to the Alewives podcast a little bit here, yeah. when you when you when you two are do you well first do you go out to breweries and bars together or do you have individual experiences usually when you're going out? And if you do, either way, how do you feel in in as in using your words earlier in going into a male dominated uh, type of type of industry? How does that? Uh, how does that feel as two women going out? We've got is it, is it getting better? <laughs> um, we hope yes. that it is. That's why we're that's why we're doing that's one main one of the main reasons we're doing this uh, this uh, diversity season. I really so that's one thing. I I'll 
we'll get yeah. back to your question. But that's one thing I wanted to actually compliment you guys on. I didn't realize that that was, it looked like that was your aim, but I didn't realize that that's really what you had decided on. But the amount oh, yeah. of, of diversity and seeing so many women and not just white women, but women of color. And like, it's been really fantastic. So thank you for that. It's mm -hmm. nice. It, what's a shame is, is that when it comes to women's issues, <laughs> the fact is we need men to elevate the voices because no one's listening to women. So when there are men in an industry or, or whatever who step up and, and not just, I, it doesn't have to be so overt, right? It's really just normalizing voices. And I think that's sure. what we wanted to do as a podcast was just make it normal to hear women talk about beer. Like they know what they're talking about and like they enjoy it or, or like they don't know what the fuck they're talking about <laughs> and we're just trying to figure it out. You know, like we're sort of all on this journey. Yeah. But as far as like in the breweries and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, we all have, we, we both have stories of instances that I guess are both positive and not so positive. Uh, recently. Recently. Yeah. The one that stands out to me, I talked about it in a previous episode of our podcast. Um, I was at a brewery that I won't name just because. Um, Say it. <laughs> no, 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 because I love the brewery. Yeah, it's not and their fault. It's not their fault. Um, all right, all right. And I was at the bar, and I was, you know, I was there with my friend, and we were standing there, and I was trying to decide what to order. And you know, they had eight or ten different beers on tap, and it was kind of a toss-up between, like, their – they had, like, a fig – Their Figaro? Yeah, what is that, a fig – like Belgian hazelnut, maybe? Something? Or, I don't yeah. remember. It's something very strong. And then, like, a pineapple upside down cake cream ale. Yeah, they with do crazy cherries. That sounded really good, also. Sounds fantastic. It was amazing. So, this random dude that's standing there at the bar was like, uh, hey. Hey. Uh, hey. Hi, hey. welcome back. Internet's back. Awesome. <laughs> um, random guy at the bar was trying to tell me that I would like this beer because it's kind of a, a girl beer. And, and really used which... the words girl beer. It was the pineapple one that I really <laughs> okay. wanted to try. So like I was torn between do I want like, to drink the yeah. one that I really want to try or to just give this dude like the biggest middle finger and kind of order the 12% whatever it was. Yeah, and I really wanted to try the pineapple one to start with. I so would have like, ordered it and told him to fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> I, so, yeah. Fury's well, way nicer. Than I'm me. way nicer. Uh, <laughs> so, well, where does he did two work? things wrong. First, first he assumed because you're a woman that you would like it, and second, he used the word girl. Uh, so oh, God. That, thank you. That's a belittling. That that's a yeah. double whammy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So where does this story go then? Which which one did you choose and how did actually, it turn out? I actually had both, but I had the pineapple one first because I wanted to, you know, be able to enjoy it before drinking the, I think it was like 12, 11 or 12 percent. The Figaro's yeah, like a, it's intense, high. It's an intense beer. Yeah. Um, I did have both though. Unfortunately, he was not at the bar when I ordered the big one. Ah. <laughs> so frustrating. I, yeah. I, I think one of my most recent experiences was at a beer bar. And their bartenders really know what they're doing. They're great. Um, I was actually in a place where I was like, shit, what do I want? Do I want something malty or do I want something sour? And I couldn't decide. So I picked one from the sour and one from the malty that I was like interested in. And I ordered one of each just to see which one really called to me. And he was like, um, those are very different beers. And I was like, uh, 
Yes. A, I can read the fucking menu, and one says and one says multi, but also like no shit. Thanks. I'm sure he was trying to like. I, I try not to look for things to be outraged by. You know, I don't. I don't want to just be mad and defensive all the time. But it really comes down to like tone and, and hard not to like how it is hard not to. But it's like, you know, how do you how do you approach somebody? How do you? It was it came from a place it felt like of an assumption that I didn't understand that, mm-hmm. and I had to be like, I am very well aware. Thanks. Could you just pour them for me? Like, I just want to taste them. <laughs> like, right. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. That I- reminds me of the guy at the other bar who who's ordering a beer next to me like I was sitting at the bar and he came up next to me to order something and he asked me while he was waiting for the bartender why do they have so many different kinds of glasses behind the bar and I was like well because different styles kind of call for different glassware like just depends on what style you're getting and 30 seconds later, he asked the bartender the same thing. And the bartender gave him the exact same answer that I gave him. And it was like, it wasn't good enough. So, yeah, there is an assumption that we don't, that yeah. we don't know or talking about. I mean, it's it's going to be a thing, um, yeah. unfortunately. I think, actually, so your question was kind of two-parted. Like, do we go out to breweries together? You're, like, so far out of I'm frame. Sorry. Come back to I'm me. I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> don't, don't leave don't, me here. I don't like <laughs> being <laughs> visible. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I I think together we don't experience it quite as much, but I think that's partially because we're pretty like we're focused on having a conversation with each other and and so people it's not there's not much of an invitation there to to join in, you know? Right. Whereas if you're a woman alone at a bar there's a little bit more of this assumption that there's. Oh, that's an open an invitation. invitation. Yeah. She needs yeah. a man. That's that's. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like sometimes it's great to have someone start up a conversation with you to have an and and usually pretty quickly, um, they realize that oh fuck you you really you actually know <laughs> you know what you're talking about you know beer, or, oh yeah or whatever and then it becomes something we can share, but there's always that little. There, the initial assumption is that I do not know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like if you only knew I've been drinking craft beer for 10, 12 plus years. Before it like, was before legal it for was... me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we did get my wife added here. Ah, yay. Hi. Oh. Hi. Hi, lady. No picture. Audio only. Hi, Audio only for her. Yeah. Oh. Boo. Well, let's be fair. I work from home and I generally look very simple and plain. I've got my like Under Armour, like workout Uh, shirt on. (laughs) That sounds so comfortable. (laughs) It is. Pretty jealous. Um, I was just going to say, though, I agree with you, ladies. It's, you know, last week Carla had mentioned, Chad had asked a question about, you know, when a woman walks into a bar, kind of what kind of makes the difference for you in terms of feeling accepted by kind of the environment, the people there. And Carla was saying that the beer back, the bar back, uh, makes a huge difference in your overall experience. And mm-hmm. I agree 100%. But I, you know, I travel for work and I always try to go find breweries to go to. Mm-hmm. And I am often met with the same type of response. Now, I have not been drinking beer as long, craft beer as long as you. I'll have to say it took me a minute to get there. Yeah. Um, but I would say probably pretty regularly for the last three or four years I've been drinking. And 
Um, I've only got, you know, just over a few, you know, a hundred or so untapped. Well, you've been drinking longer than I have been drinking (laughs) longer. Beer. There's no apologies necessary though, right? Like, well, I I think that's awesome that you've come to it at all. Well, and it was really, you know, it was my husband who, you know, started introducing me to it. And I would always say like an IPA, a hoppy beer, I'm using air quotes, was like my second beer. And I would say, oh, that's my second beer. I have to warm up first. Uh But I think a lot of it was um, a little bit of intimidation because it, it felt like you needed to know you know, something about craft beer in order to start drinking it. And I really didn't understand the terms. And you talk about the glasses, like I just didn't have any idea. So it was kind of intimidating at first to start drinking it because it felt For very sure. much like a man's world. Yeah. And I'm very happy with the season three of um, Bearded Hops because they're bringing women in and they're sharing their experiences. Um, but yeah, you know, I love it when I go to, uh, you know, if I'm out, traveling by myself and I go to, you know, a restaurant to have some dinner and by myself and I'm ordering a beer and they're like, yeah, that one's a little hoppy. I'll ask about the beers and they go, oh, that one's a little hoppy or, you know, that's, that's, that's a, you know, that's a stout. Are you, you know, you okay with that? And I'm always like, <laughs> like, hello. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so I've just learned to be a little more assertive when I yeah. go to the bar and say, can I see your craft beer list? You know, I need to see what's on tap. And then when they're like, oh, we have this, this, or that. And like three of them are like, you know, big beers. I always have this look on my face. Like, really? That's disappointing. Yeah. Um, so, Angelina, but I, you're, 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 you're just not known for being assertive. I just, just <laughs> so that's funny. I am, I'm probably excessively <laughs> assertive. You are. <laughs> so I've, I, I, I can relate in that I've certainly felt that I don't belong somewhere or whatever, but that tends to get my hackles up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I tend to walk in with a fuck you attitude because I'm like, I'm going to be here anyway. Wait, 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 wait. What's what? What is hackles? What? Hackles? Like, hackles? you know, like a, you get people who like it's their like their fur stands up on end or whatever. Ha- hackles? Is that is that a southern term? I, think <laughs> I just want some clarification because I've never heard that before. So yeah. I've never heard the term yeah. before. I know what the term is. I've never heard the term. Okay, get your hackles up, yeah. Um, I've heard that several times recently, and I never heard it before then, so it must be right. I was just having a, speaking of regional dialect to tangent, 100%, um, I use the word tump when talking about knocking something over. It's like if you tump it over, and that's, that's like, it's so normal to me. And I remember saying it, it's been a few years now, and someone's like, what? (laughs) I was like, what do you mean, what? I know what that word is. I tumped it over. (laughs) They're like, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Your words mean nothing to me. I don't understand. But I, I, I think it's great that you've um, gotten to the place where you can feel assertive. A part of what we do with the podcast or what we hope to do with the podcast is make it a little bit more approachable, like explain styles, talk about where they come from, what to expect from them. Um, tell a story a little bit and also share our experiences. Cause I think the more you hear like the more women talk about their experiences, the more I think eventually people can't ignore it anymore. You know, they have to realize that this is a universal experience. This isn't an anecdotal one. And I love that you're getting in really into the details. I don't, it's a recent episode. Maybe it was the latest one about just about water. Yeah. <laughs> Fury did the water chemistry episode. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that's something that's great. That, I mean, of course, every beer has water in it and it's something I've never mm-hmm. really thought of. I knew, I, you know, you realize that, that beer brewed in different parts of the world, even the United States, tastes different based on the water. And a good example mm-hmm. is um, uh, pseudo. Is this um, mm-hmm. 
Pseudo Sioux Pseudo from Sioux. Toppling Goliath. They had two different versions, one brewed in Iowa and one brewed in Florida. Oh. Not only different. did they taste different, they looked totally different. But same ingredients. Same, same ingredients. Same. That's still that's, that's awesome. one of our most watched videos on YouTube is when he talked about that. Still, to I will one hundred percent go back and watch that. Yeah, I'll that's have to watch fascinating. That yeah, it's it was it was really fascinating. Even from I mean, me doing the podcast, I just, I couldn't believe the difference between these two beers hmm. side by side. I show them right side by side. Yeah, and the difference in taste and color was was amazing. But that episode you guys talked about water was just fascinating. I've I've never really thought about it that deeply before. Yeah, I never Kudos did either. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. Yeah, I never thought about it that deeply either. But like in high school and when I was in college, I was like, I want to do all the science things. So I was like, Can I please do water chemistry, please? please. <laughs> I was all about it. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that was actually an idea that Sydney from uh, Southern Yankee Brewing gave us. She's like, You guys should talk about the water and how important it is. Yeah, that may have been episode three, four. It was episode three, yeah. yeah. It, it broke up our, our IPA yes, episodes. Yes. Yeah, we sort of, kind of like you guys, although maybe earlier on, um, we have a format, and I love our format. You know, we're there to educate about a style, typically, but maybe something, it could, you know, vary, but something about beer, and then taste one, um, but really explain, like, the kind of things to look for. It's like when you're looking for a beer, what might be off flavors, what, you know, what's typical to a style. Um, and then if we have someone on, we have this set of questions that I can't wait to ask you guys actually to get to our, <laughs> to get to our standard set. It's a really nice, like, I like that we have the same questions for everybody, um, to get the conversation started, but we'll do that. But then we realized in our interview with Sydney, I think was when it really hit, like, it was so fun just to talk to her. Yes. And I think people really enjoy hearing that her stories were great. Her, like her knowledge of beer is just incredible and um we kind of realized we might have to break it up and do like interview episodes and then do like some educational ones or maybe we have a friend come on and join us our nitro episode i think is a pretty fun one we have a friend join us and we pour up a non-nitro and then a nitro version of the same beer um and talk about that and that was good we got to do the educational piece we had to have a guest on but when it really comes to someone in the industry we kind of needed a whole separate format for that. Yeah, we we don't have a format. <laughs> we just we, we just ask format questions. you say. We just ask, ask just ask. What's questions. that? We, we we talked about a format early on, and then it's quickly abandoned because we're just like, well, eh, it's more fun fair, free form. I think. Yeah, we did plan out questions for a long for a while. We had, but. <laughs> Oh, that's for the most part we don't we don't plan out questions. We but just, we just to go down yeah tangents and rabbit holes and it just wasn't necessary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go so live and then brainstorm sessions about format. <laughs> yeah, we did. We we definitely planned out before we started. I mean, I feel like this was a pretty slapdash <laughs> effort on our part, uh, but we did have except for the goal. lighting. The lighting behind you is. Oh yeah, you know yeah, it's brilliant. Professionally done. <laughs> command hooks, guys. Hey, everything in our house. I was going to say, by command by those. Yeah, she's muted right now. I was going to say, you want to jump still in on this command hook? Go ahead. Go ahead. I go know. Ahead. I just hung these. Like, yeah, where did she go? Six thirty. <laughs> so uh, they're already calling. Hi, out. There you are. 
Yeah, so command hooks is our, (laughs) here's the story behind that. So really, here's what it is. Well, everything behind me, everything behind me is command strip. Except for the the shelf. No. Yes, everything is. Teach me your magic. Yeah, (laughs) very, I've learned how to be very creative with how you cut them and where you place them, especially like on Mm. these letters that are kind of, you know, like, they're not flat. They had them have this ridge to them. But yeah. what it what it amounts to is that I hate putting holes in the wall because I hate having yeah. to go back and fix them because I kind of have this um, like sensitivity OCD. towards OCD towards um, <laughs> holes in the wall, little holes. Even. Yeah. So All right. I discovered command strips. I don't know many years ago uh, before we moved into this house. But what you should know is that if you have a membership to Costco about twice a year, they put their command strips on this instant rebate and you can get oh, like 32 sets of them for like 12 bucks. And nice. so it's like the best deal ever. Um, this is amazing. Good to know. Yes. Yeah, I, I it doesn't last very long in this house. No. I, I, will tell you though, I I did try to hang a full length wall mirror that oh, probably no. weighs. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. So even though like the black command strips say that they can hold up to like twelve pounds, and you try they to never put like can. multiple on that, it fell. So that you oh. actually can't. And there are huge strip. holes in the wall. <laughs> but I tried. tried to hang I tried. It, and it didn't work. So. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, this, God. this comes up everywhere. I had Adam and Gina on my boat uh, back earlier yes. this year, or last year, and I was talking about uh, at the helm. I was like, man, I need some place to put. You know, st- I've got a cup holder, but I need some place to put some stuff. You know, like a glove box, and it, down in the cabin, I need a bin. And she goes. <gasps> Oh well, what you need is is command strips, and Adam's like, "Oh, well, here we go." <laughs> right? Chad yeah, just put in but, this wiring for you can plug in your phones on different sides. You need a sponsorship. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. the lighting. I was like, you need a little thing like to put your phone in there when you plug it in to like hold it, you know, command strips, yep. everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. I put house. up I put up the LED lights with command strips. I put right. up a bin in the cabin with command strips. Yes. And they're lasting on the boat? Yeah, so far, yeah. Okay, that's wow. a great endorsement of yeah. command strips. Yeah. <laughs> These are supposed to be indoor outdoor ones too. I don't know why they didn't stick to my wall. So I don't know what's going uh, on. hey, what's up, Beer Ambassadors? Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Yes, everything's command strips. How did we get on command strips? What happened? Our technical difficulties. How the heck? Yeah. Beer off so the we're podcast. Actually, I think we, we updated you guys on our beer change. Yeah, the did peanut we? butter one, right? Yeah, it's it's really good. Saloon door, ridiculous AF is what they call it. It's a peanut butter chocolate <laughs> Russian imperial stout. And I know mm. I just like bad mouth pastry stouts and here we are. Um, is it ridiculous as fuck though? It is sweet as fuck for it is sure. Super sweet. <laughs> so and sweet. it's it's an eleven and eleven point eight percenter. That feels kind of low. It feels kind of low. Uh, it's it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Jake, lot Jake you have no comment to that. Is that eleven percent low? Jake, anything? I mean, that's sessionable, right? I totally. think I'm in love. Totally, <laughs> <laughs> it's totally sessionable. Yeah. For like twenty minutes. Right. <laughs> right. That, that's that's Jake's totally sessionable agree. level. That's a starter. <laughs> yeah, that's your he, first period. Starter. Stretch <laughs> out, warm up on that. Yeah. It's really got the party going. Look at it's our yeah. third. <laughs> Is this our third? Yeah. Yeah, it's our third. But we split this one. Um, I could never have had that whole. No, can. no way. I'm glad we shared that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think um, there was a time, you know, talking about like 
Well, so no, fuck it. Let's. I want to ask you guys questions. Oh boy, oh. tables are turning. <laughs> That's what the all right, well, we're quickly we're drinking the Midwest Hero now. We went went from the Northeast oh, nice. Hero to Midwest yes. Hero, different IPA from. Revolution, oh, that's a so. really cool can art. Really yeah, like they're that. they have a whole hero series. Well, there we go. They have a whole hero series at Here's Revolution. Hero. This is regular anti hero. Yeah, I just switched nice. over to anti hero. Anti hero so. started it all. Yeah, nice. anti hero was the first. Yeah, and I think that Midwest, the Midwest one's my favorite out of the series. Well, I still yeah. have the Northeast on my taste bud, so it'll take a little bit to. What brewery is that? Revolution. Uh, up up there okay i'll have Chicago, to get that yep. next time i'm in milwaukee for work. oh man oh yeah get it they, okay. they all their beers are they're all their beers phenomenal are good. okay yeah. Revolution. i'm not the only one who has a hard time with the camera <laughs> <laughs> i was like i can't quiet it's I almost here it's here ah fuck it <laughs> <laughs> Google it if you want to see it. Damn it, I don't care. They've been top three for me for a while. She's drinking the same thing. She has her own. We can see her right now. All right. Yeah. Hey, there's Narp. Gina, pop your head over just to say hi. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. She's checking herself real quick. Here we go. Hi. She really is there. But what was funny, you didn't see before, is she's like. <laughs> and then she could leave. <laughs> uh, okay. well, um, but not really, just a little bit. Just because I was laying in the bed with the dogs prior to this. So who knows what kind of dishevelment I'm actually like look like, you know. So yeah, uh, you, you look ladies great. Ladies I... look presentable, look nice and chill. These guys are all in hats and I've got like the hair pulled back, you know. Again, we're both like, oh shit, on. we're gonna be on video. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, because you guys don't do YouTube, right? No, we no. don't. No. Is, is, I'd like no. to not have a face. <laughs> <laughs> not have a face. You could you could wear like a, a wrestling mask, one of those, you know. Oh, yeah, just a paper bag. Luchador. Paper <laughs> bag, paper there you go. Bag. Don't do a paper bag. Is that what yeah. Astros fans did for a long time? Yeah. Is that what, <laughs> that what Astros fans did for a long time? Oh, I have no idea. Bag? Was that Saints fans? Oh, I'm getting my Saints, state Saints Lions. Fans. Yeah, Lions fans did it for a okay. long time. Yeah, I think Saints Browns fans did that. For Packers a long time. fans should still do it, but they don't. Sorry, I had to. Sorry, I had to. Sorry, sorry. Oh. sorry. Moving on, moving on. What was your question? What was your question? Okay, so we have our standard set of questions, <laughs> and so I ask this of all of you individually, so you can pick who goes first. But Chad. the first question Chad. we like to ask <laughs> our guests is it reminds me of Toy Story. What yeah. Is... yeah, when he's holding his arms like, yeah, 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 Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, um, so what what is your favorite beer? And before Ugh. I know, I know, everybody hates that question. So I wanna make it I wanna make a, a caveat to that. I don't mean like the best beer you've ever had. I'm not talking about like, what's your current? I want to know what is your like go to? Yeah, the one that like has. If you're going out on your boat for an afternoon and you just want an easy six pack and you're going to, you know exactly what you're going to go grab off the shelf. And it does not matter what it is at all. But like, what is that beer? What is the one that just really speaks to you? Oh, a puppy. <laughs> Sorry, <I just> <laughs> <you. laughs> Never mind the question. Puppy. The puppy's on the screen. Hey, my pig is right here. <laughs> yeah, that what is, is that for you guys? What's, that is... what's the. The one. Well, it's a really hard question. That's I, a very, very hard question. Go ahead, Chad. Well, I would say, I mean, a pretty for just something that's to throw on the boat or have in the refrigerator all the time. I probably would lean towards 
um, which you guys can't get it there in Texas, but it's uh, Three Sheeps Fresh Coast. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, just a pale a ale. It's it's so easy easy drinking. It's like 5.2 or 5.4 or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just uh it's really good. And um can always get it. Can yeah, it's it's a it's not a special release or anything. They always make it. So, in fact, there's a can of it right up there. Nice. Mhm. So that that'd be my answer, I think, for the yeah, the go to beer. It's it's not my favorite beer overall, but that's probably one I would just, you know, if I'm just gonna go grab something real quick, fresh coast yeah, from yeah. three sheeps. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mine's Shiner. Oh, write just all of FYI. these down. Like that's like <laughs> that's Shiner, mine. Though? Just Shiner Bach is my Shinerbach? just regular Shiner Bach. Yep, just regular. Sh- I yeah. I like most of their iterate, not all of their iterations, but like Shiner Bach is that's my shit. I will we got, pick up a six pack of that all the time. We got a variety oh, pack of their. Was it lime cherry? Damn it, that's gonna be in my head for lime cherry something. I'm sorry. Continue, Adam. Sorry, we got on Gwen Stefani there. I got a holler back girl in my head. Continue this point. No, we got a Shiner Bach. The variety pack that had like a lemonade version, right, and a and a cherry version. Oh no! Something else. I'm trying to think of the cherry. They had a lime one, and they had a grapefruit. Lime and they have a lime and salt one that Gina, yeah, yeah. Gina really liked. Um, yeah, it's all right. But we picked those up for like this summertime. But yeah, it's something different. I would say they're not. I mean. They make Shinerbach and it's great. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the one they do good. I mean, we get it up here too. So it's always. Their Shiner good. Black is actually exceptional. I mean, just I from a personal right. standpoint. Is it but a like, black IPA, black lager? It's not. It's just a black lager, like, or a, uh, yeah, black ale, I like guess. It's, yeah. it's a lager. It's a black, oh, black lager. Um, if we only had a device that would tell us what it. I know. <laughs> if we could yeah. only there's just, just look There's that no way to shit. figure this out. There's right no now. way to figure this out. We'll have to call Shiner directly and. Uh, Jake, what's um, your favorite? Hey, we've Jake? done that on podcast before. We have. We have called the brewery. Have you brewery. really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was season one. Oh, <laughs> well, man. we were drunk. We were drunk. Yeah. yeah. Black lager. There we go. <laughs> All, right. All right. Go ahead, Jake. I don't have a favorite sessionable beer. beer. Um, I guess it, it's a you moving target. You have to pick one. You have to pick one. Moving target. It doesn't have to be sessionable. It just has to be your go to. Um, well, if I was doing something like. To be presentable, like slightly mighty, I've been drinking a lot lately. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if I was just drinking what I want to drink, and it's like not too de- terribly hard to get, it's another one called Revolution. It's Death Star. It is a barrel aged oatmeal stout. Um, I think it's easy to drink, and it's not of all of their sort of uh, dead Deadwood Deadwood series. That's the easiest one to get. So that, that's. That one never does me wrong. You know, it's always good. It's easy to drink because it's so good. Is it the so Deadwood good. series? Because there was a, a little bit of a question in that Deadwood series. And an oatmeal stout. Yeah, it's an oatmeal stout. Mm, it's nice. it's fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I believe they call it Deadwood. Chad, their barrel age series that they do um, in the fall, and they release like two a month from. I want to say it's from September all the way till. January, February, the following year, I'll, I'll check it out. But that's like the most basic one. And then a lot of the other ones are variants of that, I would say. Yeah, like some barrel aged or something. Sort of. Right. Yeah. Um, but God, I love that beer. We popped it open uh, recently on a podcast and we hadn't had it for a while. And it was just like, <laughs> holy shit. Where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> a nice <laughs> reminder of, oh, yeah, fucking love this. <laughs> uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. So, Adam, what's yours? I'm deferring to my wife right now because I'm still thinking. 
<laughs> well, yes. Do you know what's yours? Here's yeah. The, just real quick. Here's the can of Fresh Coast. It has fresh boats coat. on it. Uh, that's oh, perfect. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's on brand. It's, it's totally appropriate. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Perfect. So I, so this, I'm actually a, like a seasonal drinker. So what I go to like during the summertime, Bird. like an easy go to, which I'll always have in the refrigerator is like the Voodoo Ranger or Bell's yeah. Two Pride Ale. I love easy Ooh, IPAs I like that one. in yeah, late spring and summertime. I will drink them all the time. When it gets into this time of year, I can't remember who said it earlier, but I am all about the Oktoberfest. Yes. I absolutely love it. In fact, this weekend, this past weekend, I said everybody needs to drink up the beer fridge so we can bring in all the seasonal beers. So there will be some. Do you hear that, Jake? You know, that was an invitation. Drink up the beer fridge. <laughs> I, I told him. I told him. Grab Jake, something. Jake We're lives across the, the street beer. from them. Just so you know. Oh, yeah. do that <laughs> with Fury's fridge soon. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have a beer fridge full of really, really, really special stuff that my dad collected for years. Uh, nice. Yeah. There's some Deschutes, um, the Abyss that's oh, yeah. in there from I think, oh, wow. 2009, yeah. 10, 11, 12 that may or may not taste like Well, I mean, I think we anything. have a bit of a... Uh, we have a little vertical thing yeah, going there. Because I have the last like yeah. four years, maybe, yeah. or three years of the Abyss. So, so, okay, so you've got this beer that's that old. Yeah. What, how long are you going to wait till you drink it? We're going to drink it. We're not going to wait much longer. We're not going to wait much longer. It's happening. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know, I know Chad, Chad said there, he, every time he opened the fridge, he'd be like, <clears throat> I got to drink it now. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I, I just, I can't wait. I, I have a problem. Well, so Fury's dad collected. <laughs> My dad collected all of this stuff. So like when he passed away, we kind of were like, well, I don't want to drink yeah, it, but I kind of need to drink it, but I don't want to drink it, but I need to drink yeah, it. Right. I, get, I get that. Yeah. So we're going to have a beer fridge clean out party and we're going to drink it. It may taste <laughs> like shit. Idea. It may taste like yeah. vinegar. It may taste like shit. I don't know. I don't know. I bet it'll be we're good. Gonna what kind of beer is it? It's yeah, the Abyss. I think it's it's the like Abyss. We've had the Abyss. It's all barrel aged. 2009, 2010, 11, 12. And then I have like 16, 17, and yeah, 18. We've I think. got oh, most of these. Is it the bourbon, yes. bourbon series? Or, yeah, because so. they do bourbon, rye, tequila. Oh, yeah, you'll be fine then. If it's bourbon barrel aged, you're fine. It'll stay Yeah. I bet that'll be really good. Yeah. My dad had bought. From the gas station around the corner that was going out of business, one of those oh, yes. ice machines, like the outside with the glass door. Cool. He had got one of those and converted it. Yeah, Continue, go, go, tell go. Your story. Um, he cut a little hole in the side and put a little portable window AC unit to keep it at a controlled temperature <laughs> in my parents' garage. So we've been monitoring. <laughs> it's so been at, maintained at a temperature. So like it may still be okay, but I don't know. Some of it's going to be really old. <laughs> that's so, awesome though that's that's a that's an ingenious way to do it oh yeah no it was <laughs> yeah, great that's hilarious. It was great. um i got a so, window care condition let's shove it in this freezer it'll work it's literally <laughs> like this big it's like two foot by one foot oh little small AC little unit. Yeah, it's yeah. little bitty and that's i mean great. it's kept it at a pretty constant temperature we've got all kinds of good stuff in there stuff that um my uncle used to travel for work so he would um uh, send us stuff and bring us stuff back. He brought us stuff back from the brewery uh, in California before we oh, could the get brewery, it the here. Brewery. Yeah, the brewery. The brewery. <laughs> right, the brewery. With Which the U. One? <laughs> the U. Yeah, yeah. Brewery. Um, what are you talking about? 
my dad had pre-ordered some Black Tuesday, and uh, he brought it back for us. And he'd made some ice cream with chocolate rain at one point. So, like, we had all this really um, hard to find locally stuff in this refrigerator. So we're gonna That's have really a little cool. beer tasting party. That's cool. Hopefully, it doesn't all taste like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think the barrel aged ones will be totally fine with. I think Absolutely. so. I, they're yeah. all wax sealed and they're all still oh, yeah. intact. Then you're totally fine. It's all dark and cool, yeah. even though it's in a garage in Texas. We have still got the, th- the uh, air conditioner going. I think it'll be all right. Man, Fingers crossed. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely log it on Instagram, Untapped, Facebook, everything. So you should the, do a all podcast. The you should do a podcast. Oh, of the that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. And we're gonna do that. Yeah, you I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's we, a long vertical. I mean, if you can yeah. have stuff back to 09. Yeah, I think we have one bottle of 08. Oh my God, that would abyss. be, that's, I mean, 10, 11 years of, ver- of a vertical. Yeah, yeah. That That'd be, be really awesome cool to, to definitely see the how the taste would change over that period yeah. of time. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, would, I would love to hear about that. Well, we will record it. Definitely. Put it on the podcast. What? The, uh, oh, the vertical? The, the vertical. vertical. Yeah, yeah, you got to. Yeah. 10 years of vertical? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we should do, do that. It. I mean, there we might did. be a bit of a gap, but still, I think we're missing one or two years in yeah. there. But I mean, really, who cares? When you're talking so, ten years, though, that's... Right, right? I mean, we have a 2000. I think I actually have a 2009 <clears throat> in the kitchen. Oh yeah, we sure. drank one at New Year's. <laughs> we did. Oh, that's right, we did. Yeah, it was really good. Though. So, Gina, We've I feel like we kind of derailed of Oktoberfest, which um, that was me, by the way. I fucking love them a whole lot. So after Oktoberfest, what is your seasonal favorite? Yeah, so the, it's and actually I was looking at it untapped at what my highest rated Oktoberfest was, and I really like the Great Lakes Brewing, even over <laughs> Sam. Well, it's kind of a close compare to Sam Adams, um, but then when Christmas time, like you know, when it once it gets, I'm very again very seasonal oriented. So once we get past Thanksgiving, then I'm totally into like more spiced beers. And actually, yeah. Sam Adams makes this. Um, beer called White Christmas that is a limited release. You can get it about a week prior to Thanksgiving. That's phenomenal. And we will literally buy out the store with White oh, Christmas. Because nice. um, it, it has just We've enough done it a couple spice. Times. Yeah. <laughs> it has really just enough spice um, that it doesn't feel overpowering. It's not quite a sipper beer, but it's not one that you're going to drink too quickly. And so I'll usually carry that through the first of the year. And then after January, then I will go into just really any of the, the darker beers. And she's, I, she's so on a schedule. It's just- I love it though. I'm, I'm honestly a lot the same way. Like okay. uh, uh, summertime, I get it really into the gozas and that has been oh, like yes. huge this year, which is great. So like a little bit of lime and some brine, like some salt. And I am, Oh my God. I'm so on board like for months. <laughs> so Bridget Brewing is um, you may have, they, uh, these guys did a, a podcast with Trent who does Bridget Brewing and he, has a cherry goza that mm-hmm. is phenomenal and they have it on tap at this cute little place that where chad docks um his boat for the season nice. it's called sammy's and it is sunny's sunny's Sunny, sorry sunny's okay. and it is the best um goza that i've had so that is definitely a, it's just a light refreshing yeah. beer sure like to hear that. these guys yeah. are gonna do yeah these guys are gonna brew with him in october so i'm super excited for that to see Look what they that. decide she's to do pro- she's for us. yeah <laughs> hey, no, that's really cool i love that yeah. 
So, and then, you know, once we get past Christmas, then I'm not like I'm over the spice stuff, but then I just kind of want a nice, easy drinking beer. And you guys are talking about like barrel aged stuff. And I absolutely love the barrel shift. Like yeah. when these guys open up the Death Star and all of it, the three sheeps, the wolf, like all of these um, ones that are higher, you know, real like barely, I, I absolutely love them, but I can only do like a five ounce pour of them because yeah. I don't even know how you guys are splitting that pint can that you have there. Cause <laughs> I would be totally gone by now. It's um, a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a lot, but it's, it's, but I love those and I just love to sip on them. So, you know, again, I'm more of a seasonal person. What you're going to find in the fridge when we go to Woodman's and we go into their glorious beer section. Yeah. Definitely there are certain ones that I'll grab each season and we will always have them on hand. But the worst place to take me is Benny's because when we go into Benny's, I'm just like putting stuff in the cart because it's like I love his faces. Craft oh, beer overload. <laughs> and- it's hilarious because it, it used to not be this way with her. Yeah. She, she used to be a Coors Light, Miller Light girl. That's it. And yeah. That was you all. You know, I find that that's the case for, well, really most people with beer, period. Right. But yeah. uh, with women especially, it's like, whatever. If it's there, that's what you're drinking. It's some, like, I grew up in, on crawfish boils. And so it was Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light. That's what you had. Like, that's what you drank. Um, it wasn't until college that I started to, like, learn about craft beer. And it just totally opens up a whole whole new world and right. i love that you've sort of embraced that and that you've embraced seasonals because i i think they're really underrated everybody wants like they're just standard one beer and again i have mine so no judgment but like i saisons are ugh, when it's saison season i'm just i'm Stand back. losing my mind i'm so Stand excited <laughs> i want all of them i want to try every single one of them and my favorite part is that you never know what you're gonna get like who the fuck knows yeah. every saison is so wildly different from the next and so ideally it's very regional so you get like a, a taste of the area too very specifically like and i love that well and you can do that with all the seasonal beers so a For few sure. years ago my best friend so these guys were talking about our friends that moved down to dallas but my girlfriend kelly we were on this Oktoberfest kick and we were, I was not using untapped at the time. I wish I was, but we would go in and everywhere we would go, we must've tried no joke, 20 different Oktoberfests oh, that yeah. fall season. And it's a lot of fun just to be it able is. to taste them. And I really appreciate the places like the bottle shops where you can go and you can buy just one bottle one. or one can of it to try it, to see if you like it. And then, to commit to a full six pack or a twelve pack of it, so. that's my favorite. Bottle shops are the best. six packs that nobody yeah. wants to drink. I right. love buying singles. Yeah, build yes. your own six pack. Fortunately, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if it's like this everywhere. Texas does like in the grocery stores. There's a singles section, so you can get like a build your own six pack out of a certain area. But if you want to just buy one. You can just buy one. Yeah, usually there's, there's places around here that will do that, but usually what you find is the single can or single bottle section is like older leftover mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, I you will know, say I've not, run across that a couple times. Yeah, so there's one by Jake and I Beer Bazaar that we absolutely love because everything in the store you can break apart and take a single. Like yeah, oh, matter, if it's nice. in the cooler, it doesn't care. You just grab it and you break it. Yeah, off and yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's perfect so yeah when i went to visit my brother in indianapolis they had a bottle shop that was you could they had everything in a six pack or a four pack or however they sold it and then they had it in singles and it was fresh yeah 
But yeah. anything in the store, you could buy as singles, except for a handful of things. It was really great because we were only really there nice. for like three days. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I want one of this and one of this. Yeah, just try everything. <laughs> yeah, you can get the variety of everything. And then what happens with us a lot is we'll buy a six pack and then she'll drink one, I'll drink one, and then we never go back and touch it. And then we have mm-hmm. this. Yeah, of course. Right. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't exceptional. It wasn't interesting. And then we still say, have... Jake, walk across the street and take these Yeah, I was going to say, then Chad and Jake come over and clear out the fridge. <laughs> Pretty so much. Scared. I still have so much peanut butter. <laughs> it works out great for me. Um, <laughs> I... Oh, sorry, we're switching beers. <laughs> sorry. All right, what are we sorry, switching well, up to? Lost track. Uh, Fury um, just opened... 903 Breweries Cinnamon Roll Stout. It's from a series called Down with the Pastriarchy. <laughs> uh, it's from nine. It's really good. It's got a nice little cinnamon. I haven't but tried it's it. It's not the spicy cinnamon. It's like the like cinnamon roll. The sweet, cinnamon. Uh, yeah. Know, Whoa. A cinnamon roll beer. That it's smells straight up like a cinnamon roll. Yeah. It does. It's not as sweet as that last one. I don't think. I haven't even had that many pastries, so I don't even know if I've had one pastry. No, it's not as sweet. Time. No, that has a bite to it. Yeah, it's actually nice. You, this isn't, this isn't a pastry stout. Well, it is, um, but not in the way that our previous one was. That was honestly too sweet for me. That <laughs> yeah, that, no, that was. I'm sweet. really glad I bought a single of that ridiculous. It'd <laughs> be weird if that was not a pastry stout. No, it's definitely it's a pastry stout. But it <laughs> right, has like a down with a pastryarchy. <laughs> it has a bite to it that um, the the last one did not. So I don't know where we are with oh, that. Oh, I did not realize that they have strong women at the helm. That's what it's Oh, very yeah. nice. Awesome. Yeah, run by women. Say I that because we should that. talk to them. We need to call them. Yes. Sherman, Texas. Where's that? Uh, I don't know. All right. Well, Sherman? Texas is a really big Sherman. state. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah, it's Sherman. Little... Like, it takes an hour and a half to get out of Houston. Dude. So. Texas is massive. Yeah, it's pretty big. Dallas is four hours drive. Yeah, I went to El Paso in March, was it nine April? hours, ten Ooh, hours, twelve. Twelve, almost. really? Yeah, it's Whoa. El Paso. Yeah, I mean, it's like damn Jesus. It's, it's eight or hours nine. in the state. Yeah. yeah, in the state, it's eight or nine hours to Marfa, and then Marfa is another couple hours. I've El never Paso. been out that way. I've only flown that way. Yeah, I drove all... through Texas once and up, but I was drunk the whole time, so I don't remember how long. <laughs> yeah, that's well. the way to do it. <laughs> the one time that I drove from here, you know, we're in the bottom right corner of texas (laughs) i drove up through like we were going to uh visit my sister in colorado so we went up through like albuquerque so like amarillo no yeah uh that's more towards colorado so you probably would have gone we went this way (laughs) (laughs) like amarillo is here lubbock is here so you probably went through lubbock yes lubbock yeah you went through lubbock we left before dawn and the sun was starting to set before we left texas yeah. Y'all, it's big out here. It's huge. <laughs> you said y'all. I you did say y'all. I've heard a couple yeah. y'alls so far. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> are you two now are you from you're Karma, you're from Louisiana? Yes, I'm from Louisiana. And Fury, where are you from then? <sighs> okay. <laughs> so my parents are from I feel Pen- a story coming. <laughs> it's not really a story. My parents are from Pennsylvania. All my family's from there. I was born just outside of Cleveland. We lived in Georgia. Then we lived here. So I don't like to say I'm from here because I'm kind of from from up there. Where did you live most of your life? Well, most of my life now is here. Well, now. now. (laughs) (laughs) But like 
my formative years were in Georgia. Okay. Like up yeah, until okay. I was like five. We're so, at in Georgia? Augusta. Oh, nice. Masters territory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My dad had a funny story about the Masters. What? <laughs> Everything's <laughs> boating or golf with you. <laughs> 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 yeah. Dad did Masters territory. <laughs> they have boats, they have boats there. They have water, they have boats. Is there boats there? They have a tugboat. Anybody tugboat? <laughs> they don't that, that's they don't have any idea what no, it makes it even funny. funnier. <laughs> it's still funny. Search yeah. Wisco Boater. Yeah, search up Wisco Boater. Chad built a tugboat. That's what he did. A mini tugboat. Mini tugboat. A mini, a mini, tugboat. Be, mini tugboat, yeah. Really? Good. I mean, only to interrupt briefly, but I just opened my uh, new one. <laughs> cameras. I can work them. Oktoberfest. There you go. Arnold's I hope Oktoberfest. it's better than the last one that we had. It's perfect. Okay. It's not sour at all. We opened a, a can of this can. for our last but yet unaired episode. We talk about Oktoberfest and Marzins. We about Oktoberfest and the the can tasted it was sour. So bad. It was it had soured. It was so I don't bad. know why. I don't know what happened. It wasn't old. Like the it actually had a date on it, which is so refreshing, and it wasn't out of date. Yeah. Um, I don't know what was. It was sour for sure. Rod, Rod J, if he's still if he's still there, he would he would appreciate you. Saying that he was on one of our other podcasts, and that's what drives him nuts about craft breweries that don't put dates on cans. That's like all of them, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. up here we quite a few of them do. Yeah. Um, like a brewed on date. date. Can you uh, see yeah. this? I'm sharing my screen. Can you see this? Nope. No. Why does that not work? I don't know. Why are you sharing your screen? My can has a date on it of January sixteenth, two thousand nineteen. My bottle doesn't, but the cans you usually do. This one was six six nineteen. Are you sharing your Wisco boater crap? Is that what you're doing? I was gonna share my tugboat, but it's not showing. I want to see it. Well, so Adam, send me the link. Yeah. What is me. your beer of choice? Uh, oh, so we got impossible. so off topic. <laughs> I know that was like twenty minutes ago. Like, Sorry, <laughs> we're bad about that. Um, we are really bad about that. It's okay. That. So are we? <laughs> Look at uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Did you just see massive beer reviews? No. Uh, Jake, Chad, Jim Fury oh. for the win. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for stopping nice. by, Massive. Hey. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, this this kind of summer, slightly mighty, has been always in our fridge. Okay. Yeah. Dogfish yeah. head, slightly mighty. Um, uh huh. What's that other one by them? Oh, wait. I have one of those sitting right over yeah, there. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's I, easy. Yeah. It was good for the beach. So I had a, a birthday thing out at the beach uh, in July, a month late. <laughs> I totally brought the variety pack with that in it, and it was really good. Yeah, yeah. it was perfect. It's, it's that easy. and, like, Sequench is... Oh, Sequence. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah. Very good. Oh, so good. It's so good. I like good. the Super 8. The Super 8 was amazing. The, the I really thought one? it'd be way sa more sour, but it was I like... I loved it. Yeah. I don't like that like kind of sour, That's but style. I bought a whole yeah. box of that. No, it was, it was amazing. It was that. so well balanced. It was it was a beautiful, beautiful beer, for sure. Mm -hmm. a, just a hint of sweet and just enough sour and brine and like fruit. It was... Yeah, it was great. They did a really good job. Yeah, and Gina did just remind me. I've been really into brewed IPAs, too. Oh, so I was uh, y'all's interview with uh, the beer babe, or um, yeah, right, the last one. Yeah, Carla. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
So you mentioned brutes, and I I kind of loved it because everybody's hating on brutes right now. Everybody you hates on them. them. I don't Everybody hates. You love them. I don't like IPAs. IPAs are not my thing. I don't drink them. I will try every one of them. I will hate all of them. <laughs> no, not all of them. I'll hate ninety percent of them. Ninety percent of them. And then there's like ten percent where I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right, fine, fine. But brute IPAs. Not all of them, again, but more likely. <laughs> <laughs> There's his boat. Now that's not the boat that requires a glove box. But... I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's, it that's the mini tugboat, the Neptune. <laughs> Neptune tugboat. That is, wait, is it N E P T O O N? N E P T N E P apostrophe T O O N. Oh, that's the cutest little tiny. And he, boat he pretty ever. much built that out of his garage over the winter. So. Yep. <laughs> It looks like it barely holds two full-grown adults. It barely. I've had four people in at one time. No. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Was it taken on water? No. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Get the bucket. <laughs> That's the greatest. We're going down, Chad. We're going down. It's <laughs> amazing. Well, thank That's you. That was it. Was fun. It was fun to build. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> He'll build you one too if you ask him nicely. I can build a boat. He refuses. I'll build you a boat. <laughs> it only cost you like ten grand. Want a oh, tug of your it. own? I'll build you a tug. <laughs> that falls right in line with our good head jokes on like every episode. Our good ever. what? Good head <laughs> jokes. Oh, our good head jokes. <laughs> yeah, we can't stop ourselves. We're like children. We're like twelve-year-old boys. <laughs> Pig note. It's impossible to go through the. <laughs> Sorry, he's yes. eating the lights. She did just say pig. No. <laughs> yeah, I heard. I heard pig. No. Right, well. pig. Look, if, yeah. if he if pig. if pig chews into the lights and gets shocked, it'll make for great YouTube material. So you're fine. <laughs> but he's it'll definitely my, be a viral episode. <laughs> it'll be a viral episode. Oh, Cat chews lights, face. gets oh, shocked. <laughs> well, okay. So speaking of good head. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> so of good Hang head, on a second. <laughs> Wait Go ahead, waiting. <laughs> so we no, you, part of our our whole thing is I, oh, we want to talk about. I got a question, but yeah. yeah. Well, no, please. Go ahead. No, you guys uh, were talking about. You, did you, you say good head? I said yeah. good head. Yeah, <laughs> I was no, just. You, got, you, you, you two. You're gay. He, he's he's reverting so back to your gay bar me. previously, <laughs> and now he wants to talk about good heads. I don't understand. Please ask your question. Okay, please. You're the ale wives. Yes. You two are married. No. 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 Nope. Nope. Well, then never mind my question. <laughs> question. Wait, now I want to know what the question was going to be. Hang on. Um, I was going to I was going to ask if your husbands were interested in craft beer. Um No, we're not but, married. We call ourselves the Alewives, so we never really did explain that, did we? No, we didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> so our name is based on what women were called. So women were the original brewers. I can't believe I didn't talk about this when we talked about Alewives. I know. Yeah. Um, we picked our name, of course, before we started. It took us a while. Yeah, it did. We were trying to come up with, with something clever. But uh, Alewives was perfect because that's what, like, I guess it's Middle Ages. I'm going to do a whole, ep- at least one, if not two episodes on the history of the name and women as brewers. So they were the original brewers. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, brewing was considered part of like the home and women were kind of the ones who tended the home while their, their men were away marauding and see Gina, you should be brewing beer. Um, so in, like before <laughs> the middle ages, as far as I can tell so far in my research, um, men weren't even really allowed to own 
like pubs and stuff like women ran those things they brewed yeah. the beer they were the only ones allowed to do that um it was their their world it was middle ages when people or when men realized that it was uh they could be monetized <laughs> and um it and there was this kind of intense like patriarchy or patriarchal movement that sort of took over anything that would give women autonomy and brewing beer gave them a massive amount of autonomy. They took it kind of away, but anyway, so that'll be an episode <laughs> people can listen to. That's a good um, episode. But alewives is what they were called. One of the names they were called. They were oh, called okay. alewives. It's also a fish if you Google it, but yeah. <laughs> really, yeah, yeah, it's a fish, the alewife. Yeah. Um, but alewives were alewives, Brewsters. I mean, they had a few names. Witches, but oh, so witches. No, yes. there yeah. is there are some ties to the traditional witch, like the very stereotypical, the, the like, cauldron, and yeah, the, and the yeah. hat and all that that date back to Brewsters and, and alewives. Um, the iconic, like, like the very iconic look. Yeah, so that's where our name comes from. We neither of us are married. However, uh, my boyfriend is into beer. Um, what's pretty funny is that he looks every bit the type, I guess. The bearded. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like, yeah I've seen that. Is he well, yeah. still listening? Tell him to say hello. He might he still be listening. <laughs> um, but it's pretty funny. He's always like, no, uh, you want to ask her. <laughs> like, um, he loves beer. He loves going to breweries. Um, he has a lot of knowledge, but I think it's not as maybe intense a passion for him. It's a it's a pastime. Um so it's interesting to have that dynamic mm -hmm. kind of be different. Now, Fury, I is uh, oh there's... no, <laughs> that was Pig's fault. <laughs> that was Pig. Go ahead, sorry. Welcome to Beard Up. Well, there's a couple. So I'm on your website. There's a couple of guys. Uh, Karma, you don't have a page yet. Oh, uh, oh yeah, my bio. I know. I'm yeah, terrible. but uh, Fury, there's a couple yeah. of guys in in the pictures here. Yes. Uh, is this a boyfriend of yours or? Wait, hold on, hold on. No, one just, of them. Is... Both of these, both of these guys look like uh, beer no, guys. Uh, one that's... of them is the dude from Stone. That's Stone Brewing. This oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know who else is. Greg in this. Like, Wait, Cox? what other photo Cox? did I post? I don't remember what I posted. Hold on. You had me. a picture of you and your dad. I had the picture of me and my dad, the bald guy at the bar. Um. Yep. There's one of the of uh, guy at the bar. Yep. Hold on, let me pull this up. So there you go, it's right here. I got it up for you. Yo, oh yeah, that's is. My I dad. love that picture of you and your dad. We lost him in 2012. Hey. <laughs> Those are my other two. So in Derby, we have wives. We have Derby wives. Um, I have I have a bit of a harem. So when you asked if we were married, I thought you meant to each other. And I was like, very <laughs> well, progressive of you to think that. Be, I, well, that's I. That's it, one, it, that is, was, that it is what my wife asked tonight. That's, yeah, that was, so, and that's a fair question. It was one of my thoughts as well, and it's no. I totally. That's totally I cool. I do if consider it was, but... her my derby that's wife. Us. She's my beer wife. Yeah, hey, there we are. <laughs> so I I have a derby oh. wife, but she's part of my my harem. That's us again um, being retarded. On but the I consider her. <laughs> I don't mean retarded. I mean stupid. Uh, silly. Right. Silly. Let's not use that. I don't know who. The, okay. That's the bar. Okay. So there's the bar. Mom. Oh, sweet. That's my mom who drinks beer with me. And that guy is the bartender. At the bar. <laughs> Just took a picture with the bartender. Well, okay. Listen. So. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, that's the Stone guy, right? Yeah, the oh, yeah. That's guy. the guy from Stone. He so looks like the guy at from that, Family Revival. Yeah, he does. Okay, anyway. At that particular bar, 
Um, it's the Flying Saucer. I don't know if you guys have ever been there or heard of it. Um, is they it have, nope. It's reg- is it? regional-ish. Oh, okay. So they have this thing where you join their little beer nerd club. And <laughs> beer nerd. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Nerd. <laughs> it's but it's K N U R D like drunk backwards, which yeah. is pretty great. Nerd. Um so <laughs> you go and you you swipe this little card and you print a ticket for what you drink and you turn it in and then when you get two hundred different beers, they throw you a party and you get this like plate. gold plate on the wall or on the ceiling oh, that's in the bar. Awesome. And that was my 100 or sorry, my 200th beer on my first plate at that bar. So some random dude took a picture of me. No, it wasn't a random dude. Well, it wasn't a random dude. <laughs> okay. Random dude. So, random dude now. So random dude oh, now. Okay, okay. Um my my 200th beer was uh the Firestone Walker IPA. What is it? Uh Girl, I don't know. Union Jack is that oh, what yeah. it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That sounds right. Yeah. Sounds okay. Great. So my 200th beer was Union Jack, and it was at the the like launch party for Firestone Walker. They finally got distribution in Texas. It was the dude from the brewery that took the picture of me and the bartender that served me the beer and my mom <laughs> oh, for my nice. 200th beer. They got me the plate on the ceiling yes. at the bar. So. <laughs> Wade long that's drawn like, out story. That's the before untapped untapped. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> you went to yeah. you went yeah, you yeah. went to flying saucer and you got your plate on the wall. I've yeah. never ever done the plate on the wall thing. I have thing. two now. Yeah, and that's awesome. <laughs> I've just uh there's something about the flying saucer like it's so crowded, it stresses it's, me it's out. It's crowded and <laughs> so that like, is the the setting of most of my weird beer experiences with random dudes. Oh yeah. Because you're sitting at the bar. Because I'm sitting at the I'm bar by myself, here. usually. Or with my mom. But You know, it all depends on the circumstances to circle way, way, yeah. way, 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 way back. Sorry. Let's go in the way, way back machine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I almost spilled my bed. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, it's it's interesting as a, as a woman, personally, my experiences have been so disparate. Yeah. You'll have the... So I remember I after I'd broken my arm in roller derby, I had this shiny, bright pink like neon pink cast and it was a good conversation starter. And so I have never been asked for my number so many times in my life. Like it just started with, holy shit, what happened to your arm? And turned into like, just, oh, you're a person who's like, who knows stuff and we share things in common. And like, we can just have a conversation without any, any like uh, expectations or, you know, there's, you're just sitting next to me at a bar. We're having a conversation mm-hmm. to that, that like, oh, you're a woman at a bar alone. You must, you must want company. Yeah. <laughs> um, you need to be saved. You. Yeah. Can yeah. I get your number? I can like help you Like you're alone. Out. Oh no. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. It has to be the worst. I had to have the, the bartender rescue me at the flying saucer once. Oh, From, that's never fun. I was there with a date. Did he save you from your date? No. He <laughs> saved me from another dude that no. wouldn't leave us alone. What was wrong with your date? No, Why he was fine. He... Oh. He was fine. Oh, but... He just, okay. he couldn't, like, anyway. The bartender <laughs> had to come and ask the dude to leave. Oh. Oh. Oh, wow. He was just not, I think he was, like, super drunk. That's not a really uncommon experience either. Uh-huh. I had that happen at a place here mm-hmm. in town. Uh, I was, I went to a, a bar early. I was meeting a girlfriend of mine. Yep. 
I mean, I was feeling it. I had like dressed up a little <laughs> bit. It was cute. It was fine. Um, hanging out at this bar when I knew, and this guy just like he would not go away. And I was trying to, you know, do the whole turn away, not engage. My friend showed up, and and my friend is even more outspoken and like mm-hmm. aggressive than I am. Which one? <laughs> Suzanne. <laughs> oh, okay. She won't take no shit from nobody. Yeah, no, I know. I know. So he was he was acting kind of the same way when she was there, and he she finally was like, "What the." fuck is your problem <laughs> got, like, really in his face. and finally the bartender came over and was like dude you gotta go but he let him continue for yeah. so long obviously harassing like not not just being annoying but being harassing like the whole time mm. until she made a fuss about it but it just shouldn't it just didn't take that yeah guys yeah. are dicks well, that's good that you were saved by guys, that. Are, guys are dicks guys are dicks <laughs> A lot of the time, yeah. They but not all, the time. not all the not time. Not all the time. I've had some great encounters, too. But I do think that one of the reasons we started this was to really try and bring it to light the bad stuff. Yeah. Women want to feel safe. Just as safe as a man who walks out their door and goes to a bar. We want to feel the same level of safety. We want to know that we can go have a few drinks and not feel like there's a target on our backs. And sometimes we want to do that alone. I enjoy that. In fact, mm-hmm. I like to is find it, a place that I like. Is it getting better? Or do you do you feel that way at all right now? Or I'm not sure it's changed. Okay. Yeah, I asked this earlier, Chad. It didn't sound like it changed. Yeah. I don't know that it's changed, but I think I'm getting more comfortable and being like, Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Sorry. There is yeah. more comfort in go fuck yourself. Like, what are you get <laughs> away? But even that puts you in some danger, right? It just right. kind of depends on the dude. Because because you can't really, I, I can't fight some guy who's I don't know got 100 pounds on me. I can't attribute to roller derby, though. What's that? I said, I don't know how much of that I can't attribute to roller derby, though. Oh, like the... the Being able to be, like, feel a little bit safer in yeah. the fact that I could probably take you out. Yeah, derby definitely <laughs> helps with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because here's the thing, like, you just have to dip a little bit low and hit somebody in the right spot with your hip, and they're done. And they're flying. Like, they're out. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <clears throat> Between, like, just having kind of the the force of women behind me, mm-hmm. the movement, yeah. plus just feeling like I, I could defend myself a little bit. And you have I, the right to. Exactly. Like, you can take up that space. Yeah. That's, that's a huge thing a lot in better. I've started, like, you know, normally when I'm walking down a sidewalk or that's narrow, I'll, like, turn to the side to let somebody pass. I've stopped doing that. Yeah. I've started... Squaring my shoulders yeah. and just walking. There's room. Yeah. You, bump into me. you bump into me. Yeah. I own, own my your, space. Own the space. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Especially when there's room. Like we can both share this space. Yeah. You don't have to take up the middle. Yeah. And and once I started doing that, I was kind of like, well, yeah, I don't have to move for you. I don't have to like make myself small yeah. for you. Yep. Right. So, right. Do you, two, do you two travel for work? Very rarely. Same. A couple times a year, maybe. Okay. I just I wanted I go to a couple conferences a year. Yeah. Yeah. How are so you've got your your local community that you go to, the breweries, the bars that you go to, and you're you know you're probably comfortable there. It, when you're out across the country traveling mm-hmm. for work or personal fun or whatever, how does it how does it compare to being home? Do you feel do you do you feel welcome at other you know in other areas of the country when you walk into a bar? or 
That's how does that compare good. to being home? So, if you don't mind, no, go for it. You've then, traveled more recently than I have. Yeah, I I only say it because so I went on a conference uh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'd never been there. Cool city, loved it. Um, there is really an amazing network of women who love beer, and uh, there are some really amazing women who have created groups specifically for that, for specifically just women. Um, and the last time I traveled, or when I went to Pittsburgh, I reached out to the chapter of Beer and Body. It's the Craft Beer Girls Beer and Body. It's a group we both belong to. Mm -hmm. um, My wife, Gina just went, yes, that's, yes. What, that's what I follow. I know that. Yeah. The nationwide awesome. in the Illinois. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I reached out to the Pittsburgh chapter and I asked them where to go because I wasn't going to sit in my hotel room. I'm not really that, I, I'm not really that's that kind so of person. Boring. It's so dull. Uh, what was great is that someone from that chapter met me out and, oh, and she and I so cool. sort of went and brewery hopped a little bit and had such a good time. She was so awesome. And I got to feel um, welcome in the city. And uh, I found, but personally, so I, I, I showed up at one of the breweries early um, on my own. And fortunately, the guy there I, I experienced no problems whatsoever. But again, I would say that I'm on the assertive side of the spectrum. I don't tend to walk into a place wondering if I'm okay there. I just am like, fuck you, I'm here. So I'm not, I mean, I'm not aggressive, but I, I certainly don't, I just don't worry about it too much until I have to. And there, there have been plenty of times when I've had to, but um, I find that if you walk into a place with absolutely no qualms and, and, and not worrying about right. yeah. what people are going to think of you. They tend to not think of you. <laughs> so <laughs> I just, you know, I just got served, but that uh, there are just these really amazing networks um, that allow for that. And I, I love that the craft beer and body girl uh, craft beer girls is really great. They're going to be on one of our yeah. episodes. Our next oh, cool. awesome. recording yeah. will be the, uh, the founder of Kate, yeah, uh, Kate Christensen, Christensen is, is here in Houston, and so she's going to chat Wait, with isn't us. isn't she the girl from Below Deck? Maybe. She did work for... <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what that is. Oh. It's a Bravo show, Chad. No, it's a boat, boat show I watch on Bravo. Oh, <laughs> dear Lord. I was like, is this a brewery? Because she was somewhere else before, and it's a possibility. Even they said, dear Lord. They don't even know you now. <laughs> dear Lord. <laughs> That's At least awesome. it wasn't bless your heart or oh, bless, bless you. Your bless heart. you. <laughs> bless oh, you. honey. Are they ever popular on this podcast? Shut up, Chad. Just... Shut up. <laughs> oh, honey. I get that. Yeah, when I talk about boats too much, like shut I like up. That one. And that could have been a brewery name, hundred percent. Oh yes. So... <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. she's the founder, and um, she'll come talk to us along with her, like kind of second kind of in command. Texas admins. Yeah, her Texas group admins. But uh, we're doing that in then what, like two weeks? Next weekend? The fifteenth. Yeah, we're doing that. Next weekend. Yeah, we record them so on the 15th. Awesome. Um, yeah, so I would say, to answer your question, do I feel welcome? Generally, I just don't worry about it. <laughs> and I Good. think that I think that depends on the person. And I know that's just, that's me as an individual. I just choose, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Fuck you if you don't think I should be here. I don't know. Like... I don't, I don't know. I don't think about it too hard because that's exhausting. If I oh, thought yeah. right. about every place I felt like I should belong, 
I'd never go anywhere. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, it, that, and that's that's just as a woman. That's not even as a minority in any way. That really bothers me, though, that that you even have to feel that way. Like if you if you walk into a place and you're like, I don't feel welcome here, that that kind of that kind of shit really bothers me. So, I mean, that's one of the reasons we have to ask these questions, because as you know, as we go to breweries and, and bars wherever we're at, you know, I I. I'm a very extroverted person, so I always love engaging conversation with new people. So I want to be the kind of person that will welcome anybody walking in. And I, it just, mm-hmm. it bothered me to hear you say, well, you know, if that's the way you feel, fuck you, but it really shouldn't be that way anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> I appreciate that. I, I yeah. do wish there was more of that sentiment. Um, you know, so much is cultural. Like we're in Texas man it's a different world <laughs> yeah it's, it's very different here it's a different world <laughs> texas is so the own, you... own country right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> houston is one of the most diverse cities in the country and when i leave it i i really really realize that um mm-hmm. when i walk into other places i it's almost weird even even as a white woman to walk into a place that's just full of other white people and not <laughs> anything else i'm like something's off here yeah. <laughs> this yeah. isn't what's happening you know it takes a minute for that to settle in yeah. um but uh i was just out in hill country and i mean bandera is it, it it is a cowboy town that's what it is it is it is ranchers cowboys cowgirls like these are people who that's their life that's what they do um texas is a whew, a different plane of existence mm-hmm. someplace like that do you have do you uh plan what you're gonna wear like to <laughs> to you know i mean i just uh, i mean that's a good question i mean if as, Did you as wear a chaps? woman do you we walk in in a pretty dress do you what do you so, put on chaps jake could finally wear the assless chap he's always yeah. wanted to <laughs> You bought them years ago, and you hardly ever wear them. Finally, With an the opportunity. Yep. He only wears them at home. If you like motorcycle riding, it was definitely stand up last weekend. Show them to you guys. No, sit down, sit down, sit down. <laughs> to see that. Oh, do wait. That. There was a show. What? <laughs> <laughs> it, it really wasn't a show. <laughs> I mean, I always feel like I have to look cute to go to a bar. Yeah. There is an expectation. after work. Me, too. Oh, we were in, just even in Bandera, Texas. We were no, just I've never been there. How, like how jealous we were that dudes could just be like, yeah, I'm in these jeans and a T-shirt. Like, <laughs> it's not even I put on makeup today. Yeah. Right. right. Like I to be right. I, I would have done it anyway for this, but I had a presentation. So I was like, I had to like speak in front of people today. So I was like, OK, I'll I'll do the thing. But that is absolutely something you think about when I went to Bandera for the weekend. Um, I was planning on going to some honky tonks and doing some dancing. So yeah, I absolutely was like, I gotta be in either it's either Daisy Dukes with some lace or a dress right. and some cowboy boots. <laughs> like that's what you do. Um, I think men probably in that situation think about it too. They're in their ropers, they're in their boots, they're in their Levi's, their flannels. Like they they have a uniform as well. Um, but I I don't know. Yes. Every time I walk out my door, I'm like, what am I wearing? Is yes. this going to incite some bullshit? Is this going to be acceptable? Is there is too this much boob? Call too much attention. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there too much cleavage? Is it going to be See, like, I it's keep fucking trying, hot outside. I just want to be in a dress where I'm I keep trying to get Gina to pose 
with a beer showing some boob because that's what all the Instagram likes get, and we need some more likes on Instram. <laughs> yeah, it's all but she won't likes. do it. So I was well, just gonna say a whole other for conversation, the record, isn't it? I refuse. I'll do it, Adam. Plus, I'll just be honest. There's not a whole lot going on up here, so I don't really have a lot to offer in that respect. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation, isn't it? Like, um, Good Beer Hunting just did a really great episode where they sort of covered this kerfuffle that happened on beer Twitter that I'm sure you all saw about um, beer influencers. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, that was actually shit. What? Uh, I can't remember the, the, the podcast Instagram. that got... So, so there was a, a listicle that came out of like, ladies, you should follow and craft beer. And it was a lot of, um, honestly, they were brewers. They were women in beer who worked in it, who did it. Um, but they also had very curated Instagram accounts. And it was, um, I would actually say the ones he, so there was another podcast that started talking about this at the front of an episode. And he dismissed every single one of these women that he called out. And when I went back and looked at their Instagram accounts, they were not the like, all TNA accounts or whatever right. they were they if they happen to they're women they have tits and ass what are you going to do like who fucking cares they have actual beer knowledge and like history and and all of this um that's a really man that's such a difficult place to navigate because as a woman you want to be able to do whatever the fuck you want wear the bikini if you feel good in it dance on a fucking beach if you want to do some fucking yoga and on some (laughs) mountainside and a bra and a pair of shorts if you want because it's hot when you're hiking and screw all that um but there is this there's this other side to it like what are you inviting should that matter does it matter i mean societally should we be worried about that like does it invite those dudes who are just there to look at your tits and your ass Never blame the victim. Well, yeah, and that's what it comes down to is like as a woman, oh, this oh, the expectations every time you walk out your fucking door. Yeah. Man, it's it's rough. it is tiring. So like I I choose not to follow accounts like that for my own personal reasons. Um but I don't I try not to pass judgment on those people who choose to use that platform that way because it's what it's what gets them paid. It's what gets yeah. them like, and, and it's ultimately their own decision. So go ahead. I mean, it's such a tightrope to walk. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying it's to get more, more likes. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> She's way better at saying shit than I am. <laughs> Sorry. It's a bit of a platform. <laughs> So no, awesome. but it makes sense. It's Candace. Yeah. You know, and that's why we're it's that's really why we're doing kind of this season we devoted to like more diversity and craft diversity and craft beer. We're trying to and highlight highlight women in craft beer. We're trying to highlight, you know, black people in craft beer. We're yeah. trying to we're trying to cover all of that because you know, when I listen to other podcasts, I don't see it that much. And you know, I don't know if you saw on Twitter like Fresh Fest that happened in. in oh, it was um, amazing to see all those posts come through. Right, awesome. and I, and this is so bad of me to say, but honestly, the first what came to my mind was, wait a minute, there's black-owned brewery somewhere. Why haven't I ever heard of it? <laughs> yeah, right, they? and like, so many enough to like have the, a whole yeah, festival. so many have a full fest, right? And yeah. so that's when I got the idea. I'm like, okay, I didn't know about this. There's got to be a lot of people who have no idea. Yeah, you know, everybody just thinks it's white guys with beards that have breweries. 
So let's kind of change that and try yeah. to get it out there on what tiny platform we have to try to bring more attention to it. And it's fun for us to be able to talk to different people that have different thoughts, have different experiences than we do. So yeah. that's kind of what led us down this. So yeah, jump on your platform. You know, yeah, absolutely. You yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I love it. Some of these questions. I think it's really, I was saying while your internet was out. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that I really appreciate Thanks, what Comcast. you guys have done. <laughs> what you guys have done with this last season, the voices you've highlighted seem very pointed in a way that I, I like it. I like that you're obviously reaching out of your own personal comfort zone, your own personal like sphere of, of influence. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important. These are the conversations that we should be having. And we don't even work in the industry, but we certainly know lots of people who do. And, and we want this to be something women can come to um, with confidence and 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 not feel what we've felt over the years being part of this. Um, and it's awesome that, I, I, and I said it at the beginning of the episode, it takes men, frankly, unfortunately, to highlight those voices and give them legitimacy. I had a friend once ask me, I. I don't know. I was on a kick one week or maybe it was a couple of weeks of sending. <laughs> couple of months. Maybe, maybe it was a whole year. Was, I don't know. Like year, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, sending him important. articles about like what I, he's my friend from high school. And I remember putting up with the jokes they would make in college and things like that. And just laughing it off as a young woman, you know, just trying to be cool, trying to stay with the group, like fit in, even though they were, they were gross. They were uncalled for. They made me uncomfortable. Um, and the more it's been really wonderful to see this kind of movement happen where they're like, no, fuck that. We don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. It's very, it's very empowering. And now as an adult, he kind of sees that. And we've had some very frank conversations about how that affected me when I was younger. And he flat out was like, what can I do now? Like, how am I better now? And I was like, honestly, be a voice for not just women, but but if we're talking about that specifically, be a voice for them. When you see some dude acting the fool, like being an asshole, call him out because he's not going to listen to the woman. She's going to be like crazy or whatever. Right. Yeah. If you make the statement, they're going to listen to you and you've changed a mind or at least you've made them pause and say, oh, is that fucked up? <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, yeah, so so I think it's really important that you guys you guys have your platform, however big, small, whatever. Like I think you guys are doing some really awesome stuff. I appreciate mm-hmm. it for sure. Well, we appreciate that too. And I, I uh, the questions that we ask, I, you know, we hope that we're not being crass or sexist in any way. But I think that the questions that we ask need to be asked. And I think getting a perspective from whether it's white women, black women, black man, whatever it is, you know, some of these questions you know, I think left unasked are important. <clears throat> so, yeah. you know, well, like, it, as we've talked with Chad, with people on the show, as Adam had pointed earlier, like, or Gina did, who do you see when you're at, you know, who's the bar back, right? So it's all about giving everybody a voice and letting everybody know that you're, you're part of this. This is not, we're inclusive. Right. So. Yeah. Right. And I don't, I don't know what, I, I feel like I talked a lot. <laughs> Furious had her own experiences traveling and going places. Has I mean, I different? haven't had bad experiences traveling. Um, typically, when I go to breweries, it's when I'm traveling, it's solo. Um, I mean, 
haven't had any weird issues or anything really but that's good though yeah it's great it's great i did have when i was in portland i went on this hey random bartender where should i go next kind of uh, choose your own adventure kind of deal yes and i ended up like finding some really cool like kind of hidden away spots so like it was kind of shady, but like everybody was really cool and took care of me to make sure I got home because I was not able to get home <laughs> on my own. I actually heard uh, in the Pacific Northwest, Portland specifically, women um, outweigh the men yeah. in, when, in terms of beer drinking, or they did really? in whatever mm-hmm. study in like 2016 or 17 or something like that. That's when I, was I think. Up there. I am making up these numbers because I can't remember specifically, <laughs> but it was like 52 or 54% of beer drinkers, craft beer drinkers in the region were women. Hmm. That, that doesn't surprise me in, out of the Pacific Northwest. Um, I mean, I, I travel for work quite a bit and my, my company's in Seattle. So, oh, nice. you know, we go, I go out there a lot and it's usually a pretty good balance wherever I go, regardless of, of uh, whether it's a brewery or bar or whatever. It's, it's very, very balanced out there. If not, even more women. Yeah. So we are, uh, we're bumping up against two hours here. Do you guys have any? Oh, dang. I know, right? Exactly. It's like two hours. Do you guys have any questions for us before we uh, pop out for the night? I mean, so many. I have a list. How do we not get it? Okay. So we talked about your favorite beer. So my other favorite question out of these is which, whether it's a specific beer or an event or a brewery, which one kind of pulled you away from like that AB and Bev Miller Coors, like which one opened your mind to craft beer? What opened the world yeah. to you? Like a, a brewery specifically uh, or just uh, an experience? Or it can be a, a beer, a, beer, a brewery, a, an experience, yeah. whatever it was. What is it <laughs> that, what? I <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> just like that thoughtful. <laughs> well, I can I can say specifically my my first craft beer that I, I remember drinking is yeah. uh, is Capital from Capital Brewing out of uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Mm. Okay. And when I had I had this beer, all, all their beers kind of taste uh, bready and toasty. They have this theme amongst mm-hmm. most of their beers, and I was like, oh, "This is all right. It's kind of different." And this was probably 2011, 2012, something like that. Uh huh. And that's the point where I started thinking about. Uh, maybe I maybe I should really expand my horizons from drinking the the case of Bud Light that I used to buy all the time or Coors Light or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, so that, that's where I can nail down somewhere in that 2011 2012 range. I started I Capital Brewing. That's where I that's where I can lay my my claim to getting into the craft beer world yeah. is from mm-hmm. that beer specifically. Uh, brewery. I don't know if I have an experience that I can really nail down, but. The beer itself would be capital. Yeah, that, that's a totally fair answer. Yeah. I think sometimes the beer is the thing. Like you yeah. just happen to pick it up at a bar or whatever, and you're just like, yeah. Wow. And it was called yeah. Supper Club, and it's Supper there's Club. in in Wisconsin, Supper Clubs are are still a thing. So. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what is a Supper Club? Uh, well, it used to be. <laughs> supper Clubs Uh-oh. used to be. Oh, they're not this way anymore. They're just restaurants now, but. It used to be a, a place where you could go, and there would be one meal served on a Friday night or a Saturday night. If you, and if you had reservations to get into the supper club, you'd get this full like five or seven course, you know, meal with you know specific. Uh, 
Here we go again. Oh, oh the command strips are failing. Hey, <laughs> China listed in about the supper club. You know, people know. get dressed up and and get okay, that's nice. really good service. You know, attention from a server. You know, yeah. like a server would have like two to three tables at the most, and yeah. it'd just be an experience on a Friday or Saturday night. But now they're just restaurants. They're I mean, they're very good restaurants, but kind of changed over the years. Sure, that's like cool. it happens. <laughs> that's cool. No, I love that, Jake. What's yours? Uh, well, we had a summer probably 2015 when we were doing a bunch of uh, Three Floyds beers out of Indiana. Ooh, I love Three Floyds. So that was the start. But then there was a couple of years where it was just Coors Light and Yingling and this, that, and the other, and nothing to. Uh, yeah, Yingling exactly. Yingling independent, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yes. Yeah, Very they are. I like to drink that when I go visit my family in Pennsylvania. I know. It's a, it's a treat, right? When you go to the East Coast, it's a treat. Yeah. I it's love like it. when I walk in the house, they crack open a gingling yeah. and hand it to me. I'm like, <laughs> all right, here we go. Here it is. Yep. And then it was like fall, winter of 2017. These guys had been doing their thing. And uh, it was revolution out of Chicago. It was... 2017 version of cbs by founders which i know founders is going yeah, through some stuff right yeah. yeah very problematic but that 2017 version of cbs i'll still stand by sure. um these guys introduced me to three sheeps out of sheboygan and they're phenomenal um until the, i'm about to put up some of mine for they're trade so good <laughs> three sheeps. so, so we'll, good we'll send you some uh, central waters i was introduced to yeah i mean when i started talking to these guys late 2017 i, I didn't even like stouts barrel aged beers oh. no. he never yeah really, it was ipas and, and now now i'm like the show drunk like i don't like anything that doesn't start at 10 percent abv you know i like so, this guy. Yeah. me and this guy yeah. <laughs> it's where i start so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it takes awesome. a lot to get me to that point. So, yeah. Uh -huh. you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 4%, 4.5, that's not sessionable. That's water. That's water. <laughs> it is kind of just water. <laughs> that's juice. Yeah, Wasting yeah. <laughs> time and calories. Give me something good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Adam, yours? Man, I don't remember first craft. I do remember when I moved into this hood. Everybody's drinking three Floyd zombie dust. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Ooh, like, zombie yeah. dust, gumball yeah. head. Zombie dust at that time was really hard to find. You had to like low key ask the <laughs> the owner of the of the the liquor store, yo, you got any got any yeah, zombie, zombie dust? You know, if he liked you, he'd like, here we go. You know, <laughs> yeah, if he yeah. didn't, he was like, get out of here, you know. Could have involved a couple bars like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I I just remember I was on YouTube, as I do, and I came across somebody brewing beer. I was like, hmm. wait, what the fuck? You can brew beer at home? Hold on a second. Yeah. Really? And I just dove head deep in that. And nice. I, I um, my buddy Dan, who <laughs> moved to Dallas, kit. we um went in together and bought all the equipment. We started brewing. And then that just got me, you know, finding more craft breweries, finding local breweries, going like Tidehead Brewer. I think was Tidehead one of the first local ones we went to, I think. Yeah. Tidehead Brewery went there and I just started falling in love with all things craft beer. And then awesome. Chad and I went to college together. We had been disconnected for years. We finally reconnected and we were sitting there one night talking about beer. I think it was on my back patio or something. I can't remember, but yeah, garage or something. Yeah. Yeah. Garage or something. And I'm like, we should do a podcast. Like we're just yeah. sitting here talking shit about beer. Why don't we just <laughs> record that shit and do a podcast? We know that yep. feeling. <laughs> yeah. So that's like, all right, let's do it. And so 
they got us here. But yeah. Yep. Nice. That's great. I think so, we both got our start somewhere around 05. Uh, maybe before. How late? Huh? Yeah, you guys I graduated fun. college in 05, so it was before that. I was barely legal in 05. Oh, <laughs> I think that's the oh, year I turned 21. Right. Damn it. Right. We're old as hell uh, at this point. Yeah, no shit. No, wait, no, I was 22. Yeah. I was 22 in 05. Okay. That doesn't make it better. <sighs> um, yeah, so my dad got me into it, though. He yeah. would take me to bars, and I would be their designated driver. And <laughs> We need to get my daughter a designated that's driver. Right. There you go. Yeah. Let's uh, go. Eventually, I wasn't so designated anymore, and then I just started. My dad taught me how to brew beer. He taught me like everything about beer. Yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. My dad was awesome. Yeah, she has a ton of great stories about her dad. Yeah, I try to share them sporadically in the podcast. So listen up. Yeah, yeah. if we weren't already up against the two-hour mark, I'd be like, "All right, so when was the last time you homebrewed, and what was it? What's your biggest failure?" We have questions, guys. Oh man, last time we homebrewed, when was that? That was last year, wasn't it? December. December, yeah. We save it for the cooler months too, because fuck this Texas heat. There is no. Yeah, it it really has nothing to do with weather. It's just sheer laziness on our part. Yeah, every every time we brew, we're like, "All right, let's next month, let's brew something else." We got to do this again. Then we just like, and it's always like once a year. Put it off. My my yeah. friends and I call it advanced dishwashing because that's yeah. really all you. Oh do. yeah, you're just wa- you're clean <laughs> constantly. Yeah, the but, the biggest failure. Are you talking about the biggest failure when coming to brewing? Yeah, yeah, home brewing. Yeah. Oh man, I got a good one. Yeah, you, um, got, a scar, it, yeah. you got a scar to prove it. I got a scar to prove this one. Oh, I do too. I do too. Right here. Yeah, it's probably the second or probably second time we ever brewed. Third time, something like that. Second. Um, yeah, second. Ooh, second. My buddy Dan was over. Were you there, Jake? I don't even remember at this point. I was in. I was in and out. Yes. I, yeah. I missed. The so first we were, time. we were just getting ready to to chill the wart, and mm-hmm. we had, we had a, uh, we had dropped the the chiller into it. We had started running the cold water through the chiller. Well, then uh-huh. it sprung a leak, and so oh no! So I just grabbed and I clamped the hose. Oh no! And then we went and we tightened up the clamp on it. Uh-huh. And then, or Dan, my buddy Dan clamped the hose. I was like, all right, I think we're good. Let's go ahead and let it go. He let it go, and the the outlet hose that spits out the warm water, it was, it, it when it suddenly let it go, it got a burst of, um, my headphone just fell out. Got a yeah, burst I was like, of water Gina's coming struggling over there. And it just <laughs> no. and sprayed all over my leg. <gasps> At that point, it was boiling water, right? Oh, no. But I'm like, I'm like, my focus is like, well, let's get the beer cooled down. Let's get it done. You know, we got to cool down. We got it in the fermenter. Priorities. And I went and sat down and we, I think Gina, I think she brought home lunch for us. We were sitting there eating and, and like, man, my leg really hurts. It really kind of hurts. You know, man, this really hurts. And then, uh, I don't know, it was like a week later or something. Our neighbor who's a nurse is like, get your fucking ass to the doctor. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Two days later. Yeah. She's like, you have like at least a second degree burn. I mean, there was, yeah, there was flesh flying off my leg. It was beautiful. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we ended, up, we ended up, what do we call that beer? Burnt flesh or what was it called? What do we call that one? Oh, that's. Burn, that's no, not burn, burnout. Burnout. No, flame out. No, no flame out was the last, last one. Flame out's the last failure. Yeah, flame out's the last failure. So our only brewing experience together was a total flop. We had zero fermentation. No fermentation. At all. Um, <laughs> Yummy. So, but the last time <laughs> that, that I brewed thing. beer with like, I had a, a group of friends and they, I forget the name of the street they lived on, but it was, it started with a T. 
and it was something avenue and so we called it tabc which is the texas alcoholic beverage commission yeah yeah. <laughs> but it was the you know brewing club or whatever we made a beer that all three of us got hurt on. I sliced my <laughs> my thumb open and the two of them like burned themselves pretty badly. And we just called the beer Burninator. Burninator. Trogdor. I don't know if y'all know the, the Homestar and reference. And Homestar Runner. It was pretty bad. That's pretty funny. But it was pretty funny. We all three got injured. I, I highly recommend Googling Trogdor. It's the best video. <laughs> if you're not familiar. Yeah. Trogdor? Trogdor. Trogdor. How do you spell yeah. that? <laughs> just like it sounds. T R O G D O R Trog. Just like it sounds. Trog. Yeah. Yeah. Trog door from Homestar Runner. It's yeah. it's worth it. It's the Google. best little video ever. Well, the last time we brewed last year, we were we were doing the boil and we were just watching I think we were watching football, drinking beer, whatever. We were just hanging out in the garage while I was boiling it. And then I don't know. So we looked over and like uh, the temperature's dropping. What's going on? Well, the flame, the flame went dropping out. Dropping quickly. We had oh, no. no idea. The boil when. had stopped. No, oh, no. No idea how long. So we lit it back up, let it go, and that's what we called the flame out stout. It was a stout. <laughs> we just called it <laughs> nice. flame out stout because we're like. Well, know. we did an episode on um, like different styles of Nordic brewing, right? What was the episode? The actual episode? Anyway, we talked about uh, like traditional styles of Nordic brewing, and one of them was they used to brew with hot rocks. Oh, it was a saison. It was yes, a saison yes, episode. Yes. Using um, hot rocks. So because they they brewed in in wood barrels, you couldn't start a fire under it. Obviously, right. catch the barrel <laughs> on fire. Obviously. So instead, they would heat rocks up to a a boiling point temperature, so they and they drop and it drop in the, the wort and boil it that oh. way. And so every boil was different. Every like it, there wasn't a science to it. You didn't have like a period of time you boiled for. You just however hot the rock was, <laughs> however however long it would boil. And Fury and I decided we really we want to do that. It. So I think maybe oh that'd be awesome. One we're of our next digits, ones, I'm sure. Yeah, one <laughs> of our next ones will be an attempt at at, at brewing with hot well, rocks. Who was it? Somebody messaged us. And said yeah, so you guys had him on, it. David Nielsen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so y'all had an, I, I loved listening to that. He's uh, he's actually been really awesome. He listened to our episodes. He like listens to our podcast. Oh, cool. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, you're a professional. What's happening? Here? I, I don't I don't even know if he listens to ours and he was on the show. So yeah. that's really good. He's been great about it. Um, I don't know about the like, last few episodes. Be really but... careful about that. And I was like, yes, yeah. So he he sent us a Twitter message because he listened to that episode. He was like, hey. I know you guys are going to come across this in your research, but I just feel like I have to say it. <laughs> like, just be very mindful what rocks you use because some of them will explode. <laughs> so you're like, cool. We'll make sure that we Thanks pick the, the right, <laughs> the right yeah, kind of rock. Oh, I'm sure. sure like pumice, you know, like there's a lot of holes or whatever. I imagine it could expand like that hot air in those those holes yeah. and like make it explode is my kind of guess yeah uh, what little science knowledge i have left um from my excuse me from my high school days um but i thought that was really cool it was almost like a little affirmation like oh shit somebody listened. listened to that somebody shit <laughs> like not just Always somebody good. but he listened yeah <laughs> Uh, he'll be at, I, I'm get I get to go to GABF. Are y'all are I any of you going to GABF? No, nah, we keep uh, talking about it, but we, not going. Bummer. Well, if you decide to let me know, I'll be there. I would love to meet up in person. Shut up. 
but <laughs> yeah. You're not you're not bitter about that at all. Are not you? even no. No. Uh, and I, I hope that I'll get to meet up with some of these folks. Like um I don't think Afro Beer Check is is gonna go, but uh I think Tony Two Pint might be there. And if I can make it happen, I'd love to meet her in person. Um David Nielsen, he'll be there. And we've already kind of exchanged a couple messages. If he's not working too hard, maybe we can meet up, which is really cool. It's going to be fun. Sweet. Yeah. Denny, uh, put, Denny said in the comment <laughs> section, said, Trogdor, all caps, exclamation points. <laughs> and then burninating the countryside. Burninating yeah, the yes. peasants. <laughs> burninating the peasants, yes. <laughs> oh, that's the best. <laughs> we did play the the video over and over and over again once we decided on the name. Oh we yeah, doing, oh we yeah. Just played it over and over. Again. Well, even as a group of Derby wives, I guess like our <laughs> we're the Teen Girl Squad. <laughs> we are the Teen Girl Squad, which is also from Homestar Runner. It's a it's, it's a nineties kid, eighties nineties kid, nineties kid thing. Like it was definitely. Yeah. Is it Trogdor the Burninator song? Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah you definitely have to watch that it was this weird like um animated web comic kind of thing like i mean i remember watching it when i was in high school i was obsessed i watched it all the time i watched him draw a dragon right now yes Yes. the strong arm and the scales (laughs) and the upside down this is my dragon so good it's so good it doesn't look right all right so what what are your other questions you normally ask um, I mean, we flew through those last few. Uh, what is your current favorite style? Like, I know we talked about your favorite beer, but like right now, what's what's your go-to? Your style of choice. Yeah. Um, Look at all that deep thought. I know. I love it. I will go. I will go year-round so with a Kolsch. Yes. Oh, okay. I love Kolsch. Yeah. I love Kolsches. I am getting Kolsch. back into them in a big way. I feel like I'm very much following the trend of like I'm super over all this crazy shit. I just want a good beer. Yeah, I mean, cultures are traditional always, styles are always the cultures is typically refreshing. Yeah, you know, and some of them are some. I mean, you don't get high ABV out of these, but they just I just really love the style. That's that's probably that's probably where I would go, especially in the summer, but year round that's uh, i would i'll always gravitate to the to the kolsch yeah love it that's good yeah i've been drinking laggers kolsch's laggers, laggers. <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to i always look at the mini like what's the highest abv okay. <laughs> yeah. question i want adam to answer first but then i want to go back i want to circle back around to abv so <laughs> oh god um i mean this whole summer i've really been anything brute I mean, there's Brute IPA, mm-hmm. Brute Pilsner, uh, Central Waters of Brute Pilsner is really, really good. Yeah, I love um, it. Hey, dude. They're dry. Pilsner. They're not too sweet. They're like effervescent. Yeah, they're just. You still get the hops good. without the bitter. I love. I really. Yeah, my my it's second. I mean, I will never pass up a barrel aged anything. You yeah. do see the horse in the background there. Yeah, there's. I do. It's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's Baylor. Baylor. Is that a mastiff? That's a great Dane. We have three great Danes. Oh, great Dane. Yeah, so he Oh, he's so Any cute. anywhere my wife goes, he's right there. So Aww. he the door was she came back in the room and had the door open just this or closed and there's this much room and he shoved the door open with his nose and came in. So My cats are that <laughs> That's way. What pig does. Yeah, I yeah. think her cats are that way too. Like yeah. I have two, she has two, mine are that way. I don't ever get to be in a room by myself ever. 
Well, at least yours don't weigh 140 pounds, though. So. That's very true. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I have I've got five dogs. The one that always follows me around is my little 14 pound Hungarian Pumi, who's right next to me, but she's sleep- she's sleeping. So I'm not going to wake her up, but okay. yeah, she's she's a cute five dog. Five dogs. Oh my goodness. Jersey's yeah. a great dog. We have four golden retrievers and little Hungarian oh. Pumi. <laughs> I love it. Oh, goldens are maybe my favorite dog. Well, they're they're close. They're up in the top five. <laughs> They're great. Oh, they're great. They're great. What about you guys? What do you do? What's your favorite? Style Fear or dog? Style. Style. No, style. <laughs> I was like, dog? Style. What are we doing? I'm more of a cat person. Style of the Style. The dog podcast. Hey. What's your favorite style right now? IPAs. Yeah, she's always, an IPA drinker. Always IPAs. Um, okay. I like I like all of like the 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 kind of fruity ones, but not the yeah. overly fruity, like burn the back of your throat. Kind yep. of fruity ones. The lightly. The lightly fruited. I like milkshake really IPAs, hot. the lactose IPAs. Yeah, those are pretty good. They're I like the one I had earlier. The uh, <clears throat> It's a double dry hopped IPA, but I think it, it's a hazy IPA. So New England, yeah. New Englandy. That's probably what Gina would say right now. Has an yeah, let me, like, you know, she's, she's sitting here talking over my shoulder and she's not even on. <laughs> Yeah, that's a local brewery, Eleven Below. Uh, right around the corner. I mean, right now I'm drinking Oktoberfest as much as I possibly can because yeah. I only have so many months of doing yeah. that. Oh, hi, lighting. Sorry, change. it's getting really hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's my my current beer choice. I think, uh, yeah, it. Uh, much like Gina was describing, it kind of depends on the season. Like, if it's y'all, the Texas heat, it's Whew, it's For a real. thing. <laughs> I know it gets hot everywhere, but holy shit, like it's Dude. real bad down here. So I I will go off the stouts for mm. the summer. Oh no, I don't drink a stout. And I love summer. a barrel aged anything. Give it to me all the time. But like when it's 112 degrees, like feeling outside, yeah. forget that shit. Give me like a lime and salt ghost goza, and I'm like. How do you? What's the right way to pronounce that? Goza, goza? I think. We say but goza. Say, we say goza too. Yeah. Yeah. Go say, go see. Goza, go goose is goose. another uh, another way I've heard it pronounced. I'm just so gonna start know. calling it the goose, the goose, the goose, the goose beer. That goose one. That goose beer. <laughs> but really, my annual, my all year round, all the time is Shinerbach. I know it's so. Oh, Fury hates it. Um, but like, if I don't know what I want. It doesn't matter what time of year. I'm gonna pick up a six pack of Shiner because it's just so easy. Oh, I'd say like you'd be proud to get a Guinness for the first time over the weekend. You had a Guinness? <laughs> what? For the first time? First time? Yeah. No, I never. I've never had like a Guinness stout. I tasted it at the beer festival. Nice. All right. What'd you think? Not care for it. On nitro or no? Uh, it was the nitro can. Yeah. Yeah. No, wasn't crazy about it. So we do an episode about nitros, and we actually use the Brooklyn or the Breckenridge. Breckenridge, um, um, yeah. Because I couldn't find anything else in the store that had both the uh, the non-nitro and the nitro of the same beer. Oh yeah. So we we tasted the non-nitro Breckenridge vanilla porter, porter, mm-hmm. and then the nitro Breckenridge vanilla porter. It's a different experience. I also listened uh, one of your more recent episodes where you talk about the difference between was it you guys 
between uh, Guinness in Ireland and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, between getting it like in country, I've heard that before, and then and then you guys were commiserating or or corroborating that. (laughs) Is it really different? It's so different, is it? Well, so so the 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 person we had on was Chris, right? Was that his yeah, Chris McCaffrey. Chris, he, yeah, yeah. We, when when I got him on the show, I had no idea that he actually worked for Guinness. I didn't know that. That's oh. not why I booked him on the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he dropped that while we were recording that I work for Guinness. I'm like, oh shit! Well, now oh, I got whoa. like 15 other questions for you. <laughs> and so we we brought that up, and he played it off like that's a common misconception. There is no difference. I can tell you from my own taste buds, been over to Ireland a couple times now, there's there's a difference. When I'm here there in the is. US, I don't drink Guinness. But when I'm in Ireland, I drink like it like it's water. Like I drink yeah. it all the time over uh, when I go to Ireland. So there is a difference. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I, so I totally agree. It's uh yeah. it, it's all we I went over there with Adam for a few days and it's it's it literally for four like three or four days, it's all I drank. Other yeah. than like a... Chad, Gina, Gina just corrected you. Um, Adam and Gina. Yes, Gina was there too. <laughs> Gina was there Don't too. Right? Out. <laughs> yeah. Does she also, Gina? Did you also feel that that was a, it was a different thing? Oh, yeah. Yep, I agree. So I'm normally I'm. I, we had had Guinness previous to going to Ireland, and I wasn't a huge fan. Like I'd had it. Adam's like, Same. I love pouring this nitro. I was like, eh. It's all right. I wouldn't take. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, it's more, but it's not exactly. You know, as a woman, I'm like, oh, it's really pretty how it pours into the can. But once you that taste reverse it, I'm cascade, like, eh, <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with taking two sips and setting it aside and going on to something else I like to drink better. But when we went to Ireland, I have to tell you, I was like, Adam. When Adam had come back from his previous trips, um, I remember his first trip to Ireland. He was like, "Oh my god, I love Guinness. I'm all obsessed with Guinness." He stopped at the liquor store on the way home from yeah. Ireland to bring Guinness home. That's how much he was like, "Guinness has changed my life." Well, no, no. Mainly, I was wanting to compare. Yeah, I, I just got off the plane, so I, right. I knew it'd be and fresh it in my mind what it tasted t- like. Yeah, over. I wanted yeah. to see what it was like here. Yeah. But when we, when we went to Ireland, um, you know, we got off the plane, we went to the hotel, we dropped our stuff off and we all went to get something to eat. And, you know, the waitress is like, what do you want to drink? And Adam and Jan are like, Guinness. And I'm like, Guinness. Whatever. It tastes amazingly different. Now, the guy from, you can say that it's like something that like, you know, you, some type of mental notation that you have or perception that you have, like I'm getting it here. They use copper. Yeah. Like they use copper, um, piping rather than aluminum. Like the keg is closer to like the tap. So the beer's not sitting in like the tubing is long, whatever you want to say, like you can chalk it up to whatever, but Guinness in Ireland versus Guinness in the U S there is no differentiation. Guinness in Ireland is far better. Um, I'm really fascinated by that because you yeah. mentioned the taps and like how they serve their beer. I mean, of yes. course, those things affect flavor. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just do. Like if you have an acidic, even a slightly acidic substance running through some metal, you're going to get. Well, and even even in Ireland, um, Guinness still sends inspectors, I guess you want to call them, out to the pubs to yeah. make sure they're serving it correctly. Draft lines on a regular and on a regular and... basis that the nitro is correct and it's yeah, yeah. and I don't I don't know if they do that in the U.S. I, I, just, highly, highly I mean that it. widget just can't control for no. the way well, that like a nitro pour at a tap can. And if you talk to 
an Irishman. I mean, I have like five people on my team that are from there. So, uh-huh. and they told me, it's like, don't get the fucking widget. Like the widget is shite. Like, yeah. don't get the widget. <laughs> like, if you're going to get Guinness, get it out of the bottle. That's oh. when it tastes the best. So I tried that too. Yeah. The reason I picked it up on the way home to the airport, because I wanted to remember what it tasted like there and have it as soon as I got home. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she'll, she'll tell you, I walked in the door, put the six pack on the counter, cracked it, poured it, drank it. I was like, yeah. no. The no. shit. Uh-uh. <laughs> and I just I, I put the rest in the fridge and I, we probably dumped it. But um, probably still I, I can't wait to try it yeah. out myself one day. <laughs> yeah. And I, I did try it out of the bottle. It's it's a little better, but it's just it's not the same. I mean, yeah. Fascinating. Chris, yeah. Chris did say that if you're going to buy it, buy it out of the bottle. He's, he he wasn't a big fan of the widget, if I remember correctly. See, I, yeah. I thought it was the opposite. I thought he was said it? the widget. Was, I thought he was the widget. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. Because I remember, I remember him saying that. And I'm thinking, uh, uh-uh, but yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, he's he was a fan yeah. of the widget. Yeah, but yeah, if you ever get a chance, I mean, I mean, I'm part Irish. I go to Ireland. Right? <laughs> I am a whole lot Irish. I'm a, I'm a I'm a good I'm a good chunk Irish. The the Guinness <laughs> tour was cool. We did the, yeah. the Guinness tour. I mean, that whole side of town. If you haven't read the history of like you know Guinness, it's really interesting history about how he started everything he did. But mm-hmm. I really that was just. Really interesting. I really just have like the history from the widget on because they were the first to to make that yeah, nitro like thing that. a thing. And so when we talked about nitro versus non-nitro, Guinness was, of course, I think they patented it in the 50s or 60s. Yeah. Um, I don't think they actually used it until later, but they had kind of developed the technology to offer like a, a, a packaged nitro experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and Arthur, Arthur Guinness was copied them. He was he did a lot. I mean, he was the first one to offer like health health plans where he had he had doctors and stuff on on the Guinness plant. So oh, like yeah, his employees yeah, yeah. could go to the doctor. Like yeah. he he was the first like to kind of do a minimum wage type thing. Like he had all this I mean there's there's a whole section around the Guinness He housed um, all of his employees. Yeah, he has housing. And that's still nice. now today those are like apartments that people live in, but yeah. yeah. They're little like row apartments, you know, but he, he built houses for all of his employees so they'd have yeah. a place to live. Like he was the first one one of the first in that time that was unheard of. You know, you yeah. Didn't, yeah. You didn't That's interesting. I wonder like timeline wise, I think of the expansion of the US and like railroad companies used to do the same thing, right? They would have railroad towns and they would build housing. Um, oil companies used to do the same. They'd build housing. But I wonder I would be really intrigued to see the historical timeline. There's a really good book. It's called Of God and Guinness. And oh, okay. that's, that's a really good book about the whole history of, of Guinness. So that's really I'm writing good. a note. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good book. Good book. Cool. Now, what was your ABV question? Oh, well. Um, if, it, if, it's, if, it's, if it's below 10%, Jake had nothing to do with it. So that's, that's really interesting to me because this has come up more recently. This, this chasing of the high ABV. So, you know, we did a, a, an episode about session ales where we talk about like what that means and kind of the history behind where session came from, what that is designated as. I think in the U.S. a session is anything below 6%, but historically I think it's been below 5%. And I, I'm i really intrigued because I feel like some people, uh, this comes down to like a philosophy of drinking or philosophy of beer don't get me wrong. Some of my very, very favorites are the barrel-aged Imperial Stouts that are 14%. That's my shit. Pour that up <laughs> in a sniffer and like let me sip on it for an hour and I am happy. Oh, I'm so happy. But 
there are so many days I get home from work. I just want, I just want a beer. I don't give a shit. And I don't want to get drunk before I go to bed. I just want to have something light and easy. So I'm, I'm intrigued by this idea of chasing the ABV. And I wonder how, how important is that? So Jake, I know based on the shit they're giving you, <laughs> like <laughs> that ABV is like a thing that that's like the first thing you look for. For me, it's never the first thing I look for, but I'm curious how important is ABV to you? Well, we real quick before Jake, we give him shit because he what was it? I think last season or late season one, he would always equate ABV to the price. So okay, he won't pay X amount of dollars if the ABV is too low. This is like a value. Thing. Okay, I get right. it. Yeah, value bang for, for your buck. Kind of thing. I'm not going to pay twelve dollars for a beer if the ABV is four percent. Like that's not worth it. Okay, okay. I get that. So, and he's always the one that speaks up real quickly. He's like, uh, ABV is too low. No, thanks. Now I have a friend. So the same friend, Roman, he made that point to me at one point. He was like, if I am broke, I want a 13%. If I'm going to pay $6 for a beer, $8 or $10, like give me all the alcohol I right. can get in that beer. Yeah, I can't pound beers in a row if I've been broke. I mean, yeah. I, I absolutely am drinking beer for the quality and the taste and the flavors and the complexity and the balance. It's all, that's all true. But, you know, like a fine bottle of wine, a fine bottle of whiskey, you know, bourbon, scotch, vodka, whatever it is, you're not going to buy something that's, you're not going to pay a lot of money for something that's not also going to, you know, do other things for you. Do the job. Uh, yeah. what, do you what do you mean by other things? I don't understand. Explain I'll that. be the first to admit, like, I don't just drink for taste. I drink for a buzz. I mean, I'm yeah, just the truth. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and I, I think that the actual uh, the trend is to go lower ABV. We've seen it happen with some of our favorite beers, some of our favorite breweries. Um, they don't want their you know patrons or potential consumers to be like, well, I like that beer, but I'm only going to drink it on a special occasion when I have something somebody over. So I'm going to buy this other beer that I could drink on a Wednesday night and still go to work the next day. You know, they don't want to don't want to isolate oh. those people from buying their stuff. So I actually think for a second. I think the market's going lower, lower ABV. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. a trend for sure. But Why yes, do people want to drink all day. <laughs> yeah, I I get it, I get it. You know, I I think you know it helps if you start sessionable, work your way in, or if you just you know pepper a ten percent every like three or four. Depends how long you're drinking for, I guess. <laughs> every, three, every three or four. Yeah, it it depends. Yeah, you know. <laughs> or, or you know what? Those are the great beers. Like, um, I used to save them way, way too much. Like, I, I still have a treasure chest in the basement. Um, but those are great beers to share, and I don't save them as much. Yeah. As soon as anybody's over that likes that beer, I'm like, let's pop it open. Let's go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm not very good. I think Chad, you mentioned you're not good at saving beers. Nope. I only because I have alcohol like, does not last long in Chad's house. Yeah, no. not long only because long. I have like 18 billion cases of beer right now. Do I think I it's might right. have most of them a won't problem. last on my hands. very long? Uh, but generally speaking, I'm I'm kind of the same. I don't tend to save beers. Like I do. I buy so I have two right now that are maybe two months old that I bought from a local brewery. They're um, barrel aged saisons. One's a tequila barrel. One. Oh, that's that sounds good. Uh oh. Um, 
and I don't, I don't want to. Like, I like to drink them. <laughs> Sometimes there's a the same brewery that you were talking about where you got the pineapple mm-hmm. upside down cake. Um, they do a bunch of really weird, fun beers. I like them because they're pretty well balanced, even though they're weird. And like, I have a thin mint stout, for example, in my mm, fridge right so now. Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild, but it's not so sweet that you can't drink it. They, is that Southern like Tier or is that? Uh, no, it's actually, it's, it's Buffalo, Buffalo Bayou, Bayou. Brewing. Oh. Mm. Honestly. So, Southern Tier makes a Thin Mint when it's. Yeah. Really, oh, yeah. Really I good. love their creme brulee yeah. stout from a couple <clears throat> years ago. I don't know if they still make it. but I, I like Southern Tier that. generally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Buffalo Bayou is a local place and they do, they just do weird shit. And some of it's like pastry stout style, but they never do it so sugary that you, you can't get past it. Mm. You know, you can just like enjoy it. But I'm similar. I, I won't save a thing. I I like to drink it when I have it. Yeah. <laughs> I like to do things. But I also don't chase ABV. Like, um, really, sometimes I just want to be out on a beach and drink kind of all day. I want to be able to just, like, kind of always go back to the cooler and pick up something mm. without being shit-faced by the end of the day. <laughs> And I, I find it interesting because it's a very it's a very disparate train of thought and people seem to fall into those two camps One of like other. Yeah, true. Yep. You go for the thirteen percent or do you pick up the uh, shit, there's one from St. Arnold's that I am obsessed with that's three percent. It's almost like not drinking alcohol, but it's so good. What it's so good. Functional. Like You're just going for functional. Yeah, for sure. So, have you, any of you guys ever had those brew dog like uh, Sink the Bismarck or Tactical Nuclear Penguins? That are, like, <laughs> freeze one. distilled to like forty percent or anything. I've seen no. Yeah, Was the the snake venom we talked about that was yeah like forty percent? Oh, yeah, I was something this percenter. close to getting one, but they sold out of it on New Year's Eve before I got it. It's like and a forty dollar taste. I was gonna say it's like Had isn't it. like it's super expensive. Oh, oh yeah, it was bottles. like twenty dollars for a two ounce pour of it. Yeah, but I just two wanted ounce. to try it because like and you never see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had both of them. There was an IPA and there was a stout that had been freeze distilled, and they were like thirty or forty percent ABV or something. I was like, wow. I really want to try this. <laughs> Ooh, that's like drinking moonshine. Uh, <laughs> you can just like throw that shit back. Ooh. I've, I've yet to find anybody that's ever actually had it. So, yeah. Always ask. Always looking. Speaking for... of moonshine, I think I'm going to open mine up tomorrow. It's game day. So, oh, what? I'm pop open some moonshine. Is it just straight game moonshine day. or do you do the flavored kind? Cherry moonshine. Okay. Ooh, nice. That sounds good. I'm a big fan of the like apple pie one. Mm-hmm. So, on the next episode, Chad's going to be blind. <laughs> all right he doesn't need to see to talk right, right. exactly no big right. deal. well i realize we've been talking for forever i don't mean to like i this has been great i've really enjoyed it <laughs> i just feel like we've totally overwhelmed your youtube no not at all it's, no, uh, i we, mean we, it's it's what's totally all about totally yeah. we, we always we always worry about being respectful of of the, the guest time. time yeah so no we're loving this this is great Awesome. Gina's now on the floor falling asleep. Oh, so, Gina, no. I don't know. <laughs> she's, she's like, she laid down. She's like, I'm so tired. But so your hard. headphones are still in. She can still hear you, but she's on That's the floor. That's okay. My boyfriend just texted me. He was like, babe, sorry, I can't talk tonight. I have to go to bed now. <laughs> like, okay, fine. And I don't know where, what happened to Jake. Jake just disappeared too. So. He just so went away. away. <laughs> 
He I'm fell assuming too. I'm assuming Brittany's still passed out on the couch because I haven't heard from her yet. So <laughs> I have to carry her carry her to bed. After a bottle and a half of wine, I'd be passed out too. Welcome back, Jay. Thanks hey, for coming. Hey, right. <laughs> I just realized that these. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> I just realized that these uh, these revolution beers we've been drinking tonight, this Midwest um, hero and this Northwest hero, have like a seven percent. So I I was like, huh, I'm feeling really relaxed and the day (laughs) is really settling in on me at this point. So we were talking about ABVs, you know, are you chasing them? And I, I, I'm with you. Like, I love the barrel age stuff. Like I get mad when these guys open up these barrel age beers and they don't share them with me or like, like I'm watching the podcast or I see it after the fact. When does that happen? Uh, Only sometimes, but like Chad opened a wolf, you know, last week. And I was like, motherfucker, you're in, (laughs) like you opened a wolf. Bringing it like, can, you know, you should share that stuff. And Jake <laughs> yeah. is always, actually, these guys are so great. They always share their beers and they always let, mostly always let me know. But, um, but I love it. When they don't, when they don't, I get pissed. When they don't, I hear about it. So. I get pissed. I'm like, what? I just watched the podcast. I'm like, you opened that last night. You didn't even let no. me know. <laughs> me and Jake, you opened Revolution. You didn't even let me know. You're open to Death Star. You got more in the basement. I know. I know. Yeah. Second oh shelf God, stuff. They have basements. Yeah, that's like a that's an don't have those that's a Midwest thing. Yeah, yeah that's a Midwest thing for thing. sure. You just have attics if you're yeah. lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beer in the wow. attic. Yeah, no, that's I'm, a terrible idea. I that would I no not longer, be good. There was a time when I first moved to Houston. I was younger. <laughs> I was uh, many other things, but I would um. I would often open a bottle of wine or a bomber of a really strong beer on my own on like a weekend and I would just hang out on like a Friday or Saturday night in my apartment and get nice and toasted and feel like not bad. I was always very happy that the beer was all to myself. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have to share with it. Chad, I do that on Friday morning. That's Friday morning beer review for me. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 12% Friday morning. Hell yeah. I have to go to work. (laughs) I do too. I was younger then. It didn't it didn't matter as much. I would often have sometimes like phone dates with my friend in California where we would both like I would open a bomber and she'd open a bottle of wine and we'd like just shoot the shit on the phone for hours and get drunk and have a great time because <laughs> I was still new to town. I didn't really know many people, but I was getting to know the city by the beer. Um, I find that it's such a cool community. It's such a great way to get to know a place. It's so regional. It's so specific. And yeah, I mean, chasing beer led me to quite a few different places in my life where I got to meet these awesome people and and have this community of my own. That's it, it wasn't around beer, but it's because of it that I got to find that. And I think that's really special of anything. Derby is the same way. Mm-hmm. Like any of those things that you share, like a common passion for, um, I appreciate that about beer and I love it that now women are finding that voice and and finding those places to share that with each other and to feel more confident in it and more like they can own that space a little bit and like approach it without fear of, I don't know, like judgment, I guess. Yeah. Feeling stupid, feeling belittled. Yeah. Yeah, Well, have you, 
Uh, you probably have. I feel like you share all the, Adam, especially, I know you do the Twitter stuff a lot, but um, you share a lot of the articles that come out. But there was one maybe a month ago that was a study came out that showed that women who drink beer in public are like seen as, um, I don't know if I'd say less desirable, but like, quote unquote, easier. And, Is that one you shared with me? Um, like I may list have. Of- Reasons you should date a girl that... Oh, that was a totally different... Oh, God, that was a totally different thing. Oh, that was real bad. Some guy wrote an article <laughs> about... Oh, so bad. It was so bad. Um, they changed it after Beer Twitter got in a real uproar. They they dropped it down from seven things to five things to love was about it. This a... one? Uh, yeah, yes. that was the first less one I was talking human. about. Just, yeah, just, just that beer. headline, less human. What the? Yes. Uh, are you yeah, kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Wow. yeah, it makes you seen as an object and not a person. Yeah, that was brutal to read. <laughs> as a woman yeah, who's like, here regularly crap. on her I'm own. I'm an alien. <laughs> whatever men would, whatever man would think that was already looked at a woman like an object. Uh, but yeah. this was oh, this was written by a woman though. Uh-uh. Well. But well, she's just she's just citing studies. Like she's just looking at that, yeah, like yeah, what's yeah. already been studied. Okay. Um and yeah, that was it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that was a that was a hard one to read. <laughs> I I was I was upset at the you know, seven reasons you should date a girl that drinks craft beer. And one of them was like, Only... she's DTF. Yeah. Like, no. She's down to fuck. Oh, she is not a reason. Serious? Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was yeah. really hard to read. Yeah. It was very confusing, too, because that was the headline, like, why to love a woman who drinks beer. But then it spent most of the article tearing apart women who drink beer, saying they only drink it to be one of the guys. That was a whole section of it. Like, that was one of the numbers. They only drink it to be one of the guys. Or if they drink beer, it's only Bud Light or Coors Light. Or the only part that could be agreed with but was also infuriating was except for the craft beer girl of course they use the word girl as many times girl. As they could in the right, article. Girl. Yeah. there's that um, word again but even then it was almost like they talked about the the craft beer girl as this kind of better than thou like you know snob instead of like a just a person who likes, likes beer, beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean some of the stuff in this article is like like researchers concluded that women pictured with beer were, was viewed as more sexually available as well as, quote, less human yep. than women drinking water. Water? What the fuck? Yeah. Meaning, <laughs> meaning she was seen as superficial, less intelligent, and lacking in self-restraint. A bottle of beer pictured with a man did not lead to the same dehumanizing effects. Notably, the bias, biases were present in both male and female study participants. As a woman who drinks beer in public, yeah, she's saying that's that's yeah, so amazing. Women Less view human? women who drink beer the same way as men who view women wow. drinking beer. Like that's some bullshit right there. It is some very internalized patriarchy, if misogyny. I may say so. Wow. <laughs> like yeah. misogyny, like very internalized female misogyny. It's a thing. I mean, you're raised to to view yourself a certain way, and so to view other women that way too. But at some that's point, you got at some point you you have to grow up and gain some self-realization and yeah. realize that you know just because you grew up one way or taught something one way it's not always that everybody way everybody also wasn't taught that way right, yeah. exactly right yeah the way you were taught to what i was taught, two totally different worlds it doesn't mean 
you know, I'm my my way was right. It's like uh, it's just, that that's a frustrating article. Thanks for pointing that out to me. Change. <laughs> I think people hold on so much to an identity they developed when they were eighteen, and that's when you just, or younger. Yeah, and you just don't <laughs> know enough about yeah. the world. You haven't experienced, and yeah. and this idea, and well, this gets into like professional development shit, but it's like a, a difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. You know, a growth mindset is really about no, there's more about the world to learn, and sometimes our preconceived notions, the ways we were raised what we've been taught, we sort of realize, oh, no, there's a whole world outside of that that probably has more value. And we can then reevaluate how we thought of things. And instead of invalidating our whole experience, which is, I think, what people react to, they think if they change their mind, they're suddenly saying, I wasn't that. Like, it's somehow invalidating who they are instead of giving them the value of saying, oh, I can grow. I can, I can say, wow, I had this one experience. We have a cat drinking beer. I'm sorry. This is a very serious conversation. And then there was a cat drinking beer. Go for a cat. Um, But we can say. (laughs) I'm afraid afraid of the beer farts. I'm afraid of the beer farts. If I let my dogs drink beer, that would be nasty. He likes it. He does like it. Oh, beautiful boy. Um, yeah, but we can we can change, we can grow. We can say I held this belief before and I've learned more about the world and I've seen more and and I can say that belief should change now. And that's okay. It doesn't mean weakness, it doesn't mean falseness. It means you've grown, you've learned, you've changed. And that's hard for people. It's just hard. It's yeah, hard. Yeah, it is. To... It's definitely hard for people. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, Adam and I do another podcast. Well, we've done another podcast. It's all about uh, religious, mm. religious indoctrination. Oh, I would be fascinated to listen to that. I'm super into cult. <laughs> There's a few episodes like, out there we haven't we haven't recorded, we haven't recorded for a one long for a time. But... It's been quite a while, but yeah, it's oh, all. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I well, maybe that's too much for a beer podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to listen to that. <laughs> I'll send you the link of the few episodes we have out there. Maybe yeah, someday we'll. We'll get our shit together enough to actually record another one. But yeah, yeah. We're, we're it's amazing. We both work from home and we're both as lazy as fuck. So yeah. <laughs> if I didn't it. have to put on pants to go to work, I would be lazy too. Yeah, I've yeah. been wearing the oh, same yeah. shorts, not underwear, same shorts <laughs> at least for me. Uh, no underwear. Thanks no for underwear. Clarification. Yeah. TMI underwear, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, both my wife and I work from home, so People oh, no. are always like, "How are you guys still married?" It's because we text each other all day, even though we're an office apart. Like, it's, we don't it's good to have talk your own to space. each other. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> it works. Oh yeah. Oh, well, Alewives, thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, this absolutely. Has been a, this has been Thank a great, you guys. great podcast. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, yeah. Gina, Gina's yeah. like, tell them I love them and I wish they lived closer. I'm going. To bed. Oh, we love you too. <laughs> it's been so great to have another female voice. Thanks, guys, so much. We really yeah. appreciate. I, it. I will say, my wife has a very hard time finding women that like beer. So whenever, oh. whenever we have a woman on that loves beer, she's like all over. Like, yes, let me hear the bar. <laughs> yes, right now, so. I love well, it. Next time I have to come up to Milwaukee area for work, I will let you guys know. We Definitely. Yeah, yeah we'll, for sure. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. Be awesome. All right, we'll do the yeah. outro here and then hang with us one second here. Sure. Yeah, yeah, cool. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. We're the three best friends that anyone can have. And we're always gonna hang out.